And we are live, WrestlePurious Podcast, episode 104, hosted by myself, Big A.O. and Charlie. We're going to review last night's AEW Dynamite, like we always do on these Thursdays. Definitely a better episode than last week, so I think this podcast is definitely going to have a different mood to it. Uh, First things first, please like, subscribe, send any super chats with any questions, any takes, anything like that. We'll get them read out. Please turn on the post notifications. Uh, Hope everyone's doing well. Starting with my fellow co-hosts. Ayo, you're back. You found your smile. baby. (laughs) What's good, brother? The the commander of the elite fleet is back. I was ready. (laughs) I was ready to give up my post. I was ready to call it a career. You feel me? I was ready to sell my account, but I was getting low-balled. Brother, Elon Musk has paid me thousands of dollars. Your your $100 offers was not going to move me, all right? Fucking, like, what do you, 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 you mark free agency. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, free agency. He was like, these offers aren't they're not good enough, brother. You know, I'm going I'm back, back home. <laughs> I love Dynamite last night. Um, if you know me, Sir Strickland's one of my favorite wrestlers. He killed it. Hangman's one of my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> that hang that uh, that angle was awesome. Keith Lee's one of my favorite wrestlers. He had a he had a really fun match with Samoa Joe. I'm all smiles, bro. I'm all smiles. There's just just one thing that we're gonna have to address, and it's gonna it's gonna pain me to address it, but we'll get there when we get there. All right, man. We're gonna get there. Charlie, what's good? How are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. I did not watch Dynamite Live because I fell asleep because of my new job has me up at like half six every morning. But um, Makes I watched change. it today, and I had a yeah, and I had a great time with it. It was a good time. Um. Been out to the pub tonight, but I'm back and we're ready to review Dynamite. It's going to be a good time, I hope. You know, pub, <laughs> AEW Dynamite review. It's the perfect Thursday night, people, you know. So, uh, you know, good Chuck, stuff. Chuck, how's the switch to uh, not watching Dynamite live consistently? It's been weird, to be honest. Like, because some weeks I do catch it, but sometimes I just got to sleep instead. And, yeah, it, it has been really weird because you, I went through a phase where I was watching it every single week live, no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Got to be an adult sometimes, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. It makes a change, you know. Charlie's sleep schedule is not many yeah. people at WrestlePure is pretty hilarious. But it seems like she's got herself into a more of a normal schedule yeah. these days with this new job. Oh. So, God bless. And I'm on, I'm on the pod this week, but I won't be on the podcast next week because I will be in LA. Hold on. I'm, I'm not going to be able to pod from LA, bro. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna Rocky, be Rocky, Rocky joined Rocky Romero joined us on Monday from Japan or wherever he is. I'm gonna be at Revolver. All right. Probably. Yeah, I'm gonna just get do a Bronin. <laughs> you, you got your Ronda Rousey song ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna no 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 no. They put her in the match with a phenom, so I, <clears> it's not even like I can um use that as my break. <laughs> Because I'm not skipping like a, a vegan. It's like a tag or something, right? It is. It's like Marina Shafir and Ronda Rousey versus Billy Starks and Athena. Yeah, that's 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 not enough to keep me in my seat. Speaking of, companies put in talents I like in matches with people I don't like. Trent Seven's got the match with Volador Junior. And I was like, are you fucking serious? This is the second show they've done this. <laughs> you can't he, escape. He's Trent Desperado. <laughs> I can't escape. <laughs> Hey, man. Every single Trent... time. Look, look. I'm gonna just say it. Trent Seven's a piece of shit. But that match with Despy was kind of gas. I can't count because it was because it was Despy. <laughs> match was kind of gas. 
Charlie, Charlie's going to continue to uh, avoid Trent Seven whenever she can, but she's struggling. She's not doing very well. She <laughs> cannot escape. Um, but before we get into AW Dynamite, I want to we might as well touch on some of the news stories because there isn't that many of them. But the big one that's came out in recent hours is uh, Vince McMahon has decided to sell about roughly about thirty percent of his TKO shares. Of course, TKO is the company that, you know, is, you know, the umbrella company of WWE and UFC. And, uh, yeah, Vince, of course, had a big, big stake in it. He's selling 30% of that stake. And uh, it just seems like the tuck is ticking. You know, it seems like it's just a matter of time before Vince sells up even more significant parts of his shares. And uh, and he's out the door for good, you know. Uh, we saw the interview that he did in Saudi Arabia. It was only short, but fuck, man. In recent years, it's really interesting to see how, like, Vince McMahon, for the longest time, like, even into his 70s, for the longest time, was like, oh, Vince McMahon is, you know, he keeps himself in great shape. He's on all kinds of steroids. He's, on, he's doing this. He's still jacked. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, the past couple of years, bro, he, yeah, he looks he's like really looking his age. His voice yeah. is getting all croaky, of course. I know he recently had back surgery, but just the visual of seeing him with the walking stick and everything, yeah. it's uh, it's quite striking. And like I said, it seems like he's on his way out selling up his shares. So uh, it really does seem like that day is actually realistically, you know, uh, coming up on us where Vince is actually going to be like, as good as gone, you know, like might keep some shares in the company or something, but look man, you know. I'm just I'm just not gonna allow this to happen. Uh Vince McMahon created what, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Vince McMahon is the father of professional wrestling. WWE needs him there to guide the ship. We need him back in creative. We need him back setting the guidelines. We need him signing the talent. I need more Matt Morgan, brother. I need him. Like, why are you signing people like Dragon Lee when when, the, when you can get when you can get people like who, who's out there right now? Like, get, get Juicy for new. Like, get Tonga Like, these are Vince guys. Spyful. These are the people that this business was built off of. But um, I actually think I, I actually think that Vince. This isn't him like sundowning or whatever. He's just trying to make some money, um, mm-hmm. and be petty at the same time. When when the news hit, I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna kill the TKO stock in after hours," and it did. It dropped like six points after hours. Um, people investors do not like when people bulk sell like that, even if it is a psychopath like Vince McMahon. So I think it's dropped like six dollars around there. Um. I think he's gonna buy some stock. He's gonna buy some stock back in the future. We'll see. I don't. I don't think like obviously he's getting cucked by Ari. He's getting cucked by Nick Khan. Like, you know, the old dog still got some. Still Nick, got some. Nick Khan's team, playing bro. the long game, bro. Is he? Yeah, he, he, <laughs> like, he mapped it all out years ago. He, he game of Thrones, though. He's uh. Nick Khan's ruthless, bro. Let me tell you. We won't get the creator of professional wrestling back where he needs to be. Listen, I'm not. I'm no expert on the stock market either, but no. I do find it. You know, the whole all the talk around the share prices recently has been how much it's dropping. You know, uh, yeah. it's it's low at the moment. It'll probably bounce back, but it is low. Blah 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 blah. It wasn't expected to go as low as it did. So I was quite surprised. Again, I'm no stock market expert, but I was quite 
you know, I was quite surprised to see. No, because usually mergers, time, like, you know? when a merger happens, especially two companies this, like, large, like, the price skyrockets. Everybody's like, oh, my God, it's going to be the next huge thing. Like, I got to buy into this. I got to uh, – everybody's really excited. And then the, the price skyrockets. And this is just like, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. The price is still on this shitter. So mm-hmm. I'm no expert. I've made some money on the stock market, but it's mostly – by listening to people that are much smarter than me, um, there. So I, I don't know, bro. Yeah, Charlie, your dog has joined us. God bless you. It does that about once per episode, you know. I think yeah, it's only... always when my dad and brother get home from work, they come down to see who's coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the audience is used to it now. But yeah, yeah. Charlie, Vince, it seems like he's on his way out, or maybe it not. Sure does and. I genuinely do know, I don't know anything about the stock market or anything to do with that, but it does seem like he's on his way out, um, probably for the best. Like you said, like he do, he's yeah. not looking in great health, <laughs> like, that's putting it lightly. Like I genuinely don't know a whole lot about the topic, so I haven't got a whole lot to say. But... Y'all are so ungrateful for everything Vince has done for y'all. <laughs> Personally, he's not the one he's made me. himself the shit. <laughs> Oh yes. man, yeah, man, he's uh, Definitely. yeah, I just don't really care if Vince is involved mm-hmm. or not. I prefer if he's not, <laughs> but it seems like he's yeah. well and truly the, the, the creative. Like, don't you just miss like the drip stick from, from, from the pandemic? I do miss the comedy. I was still watching WWE at that point and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> so when did you tap out, Charlie, of WWE? Um, like midway through like 2021, maybe like late 2020, oh, shit, early yeah. 2021. So I've been tapped out for a little while. You was hanging on. I don't even on. watch the pay-per-views anymore. Like I haven't watched like the last <clears throat> four pay-per-views. When I, when I came back to wrestling in 2016, the moment where I was like, I can't watch this shit anymore was... Was it Pandemic? No, the moment where I cut it off cold turkey was Pandemic Raw. But the moment I said I can't watch this weekly anymore was like early 2019. I'm not exactly sure what happened. But like, I was still keeping up. Bro, it, was just, it was just a... It was... I don't think we realise how good good we've got it now. Like with with WWE being a lot more stable creatively, uh, than just like yeah. even when AEW's not great, it's like bro, <laughs> go back to those late twenty tens, twenty twenty early. All yeah. you had in the West, bro. Besides, like, bro, it was it was so watch. bad, man. It, WWE got so 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 bad. Uh, yeah, I think because Triple H isn't the most like extravagant exciting book he's very like steady you know he can definitely be yeah. accused of being called boring by some but he's steady and very logical um because it's not so like drastic in that sense i think it, people do lose sight of just like how bad things got man in wwe it was so I, bad. I will say though like like fed bad aside right i do miss the pay-per-view so it's just like anything could happen for better or for yeah. worse bro like even if it was good or if it was yeah. bad like anything could happen during a during a Vince era pay per view. The pay per views now is just like I expect good wrestling. Even though lately they they've been misses in my opinion, but I I expect good wrestling. I don't really expect anything too interesting to happen. It's just like good wrestling show. Everybody goes home. But yeah. that but Vince, bro, Vince, 
Vince Vince had Finn Balor in, in Demon Paint doing the stanky leg, his music. Oh. Like it was like an anime, bro. That shit was that wasn't ghastly. That was fire. You but know what? If the like pandemic didn't miss. happen, I probably would have tapped out a lot earlier. But it was like one of the only senses of normality is like mm. I know the wrestling's on every week. Like that was yeah. like the only routine I had for a while. You know, I got a. I was uh, I was living on football for <laughs> much of the pandemic. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we'll see what happens with uh, you know, the Vince's remaining shares and whatnot. But yeah, uh, other quick notes. I wanted to make a note of this because it just pops me like A24 movie, Iron Claw, is out now in the United States, of course, featuring Zach Efron, Zach Efron, sorry, Jeremy Allen White, uh, Chavo Carrero, done a lot of like, the choreography for the wrestling matches and stuff throughout the film. The film is based on the very tragic story of the Von Erich family. Uh, but yeah, there's loads of wrestling stories, there's loads of stories that have like came up in wrestling over the years, especially the further you go back. But you, you think like, this definitely could be a movie. But I think the Von Erich family story has always been one that stands out, even amongst wrestling stories, you know, as uh, one that could be turned into a film. So it was always cool to see like a big studio like A twenty four like get a hold of it and get yeah. all these big name actors in it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, even people within the wrestling business that have got their cameos in it, like MJF is in it. Like I mentioned, Charlo yeah. Guerrero's played a really big part in the film as well. So um, yeah, man. And from the premiere that was, I believe it was last night in the United States. It doesn't come out till like February for us, Charlie in the UK. I think but, it's like um, December. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely later, but. Um, I think, yeah, like I said, I think the premiere was last night. And all the reviews that I've seen so far have been very, very good. A lot of praise mm-hmm. for the film. So, uh, I think Lexi went. Didn't you go, Chuck? I messaged her, but she hasn't replied to me. I so saw... Lexi, if you're watching this, or Charlie, <laughs> if she isn't watching this, demand so a reply like, for me. I think she said she was going, but then she never she, I think like, she gave us an update. That she was going. <laughs> You know what? Live on air, I will text Alexia right now no, until it's a reply to Money's like, DM. I'm pretty sure because she was going to be on the watch along. She was like, no, I'm going to go see the Iron Claw premiere or something like that. And then we just never got an update yeah. you know, if she enjoyed the movie or not. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, this seems like one of the actual. I don't know. Wrestling films, you know, they're very few and far between, especially done at like this level, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So it's definitely one that I'm going to seek out, you know? Even if I have to wait a little bit, um, but yeah, man, shout out, shout out the Von Erichs, you know, Kevin Von Erich, the last surviving yeah. brother, you know, God bless that man, you know, I know he likes to smoke his weed, I'd like to smoke a joint with him one day, you know, it'd be cool, you know, <laughs> he's a big, he's a big Hollywood movie star now, so yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's Zach, I think it's Zach Efron, who plays Kevin, I think. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think I'm not it is. Sure. I wish the Von Erichs that are in uh, NWA or wherever they're flying around nowadays. I wish they was in the dope, bro. I wish. I, I wish they was in the Why did you have to go there? Like, like even to the point where it's like you could pretend like like you know they're not good, but because they're Von Erichs, you can pretend that they're good. Like I wish they were at least at like that level. But unfortunately, yeah. this wasn't meant to be. I yeah, guess. It's, 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 uh, it's, un- it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> it's unfortunate. You know, but God bless them. God bless them. Um, all right, last little news thing before we go into Dark, well, before we go into Super Chats and Dynamite. 
Uh, there was a report by House of Wrestling earlier on today that CW, the CW Network was interested in AEW and approached AEW about talks in June 2022. Um, Tony Khan basically declined this at the time because the AEW rights fees were, you know, they're still to come up and he was kind of waiting for that to all play out so we would have more leverage uh, per the report anyway. It also says that the CW Network is open to hosting multiple pro wrestling products on their platform. Of course, we already know they've just done the deal with NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do rem- women's of wrestling as well. And uh, yeah, CW looks, it looks like 2024, their name's going to be popping up quite a lot. Yeah. With, um, they're, they're getting into the wrestling business, man. Wait, so, what's, what's, what's this with the women's of wrestling? They're on CW as well. Oh, like right currently, like right now. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, Women, he says, not well, yeah. One of the excerpts of the report is: Women's of Wrestling will likely continue to air on the CW during the same time frame as NXT. I thought there was like a YouTube show or something because I watched the episode on YouTube a couple months ago. I was, just, I was like high as hell. I was like, oh, I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting. I old. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's, 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 it's watching fucking women's wrestling. Bro, you know it's it's hilarious because you watch it right, and the crowd is just like so enthusiastic. They're clapping, they're jumping around. I type in, I type in women's wrestling already. You don't know, say CW is interested in AEW. I meant Ring of Honor. Yeah, Oh, um, yeah. I, I type in, I type in women's wrestling. They got, they got casting calls. For, for for crowd members, the crowd's plans, bro. They're extras. <laughs> you can't do what you can't do, man. <laughs> Obviously, the NWA as well. They've been, you know, they've been linked to the CW network as well. So, you know, AEW is linked to the CW network through Ring of Honor. Um, you know, you would assume that they would have some sort of eyes on AEW as well, considering they're getting into the business. You know, women's of re- uh, women of wrestling that promotion. They've just done a deal with NXT, and uh, obviously all this, all this link, all the links to NWA, which seems like that's not going to happen. But just it yeah. just kind of shows there, and it just shows their intent. And it's a lock said, mm-hmm. seems like it's going to be a very their their name is going to pop up quite a lot. The CW network over the next twelve months or so with all these uh, rights deals being negotiated. All right, <clears throat> super chats. Karan, 200 rupees. Appreciate you as always. How can two grown adults tell their friend that they don't want him to hang out with someone and also risk their tag total shot to make sure he doesn't nearly our terrible friend? I think that's the point. Look, man. If, <laughs> yes. Hey, Monty, 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 if, if your best friend of 15 years started hanging out with someone who tried to kill you. <laughs> you see, if one of my good friends started hanging around with Chris Jericho, yeah. Did we last day <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think so. I think his, his audio car because he went sick no, which was <laughs> I'm sure he can still hear us so we'll just keep powering through. Um it's, he'll it's be something. back. He is yeah. here, but not really. Uh Karan again two hundred rupees, appreciate it. The match graphic solution finally didn't work for AEW as a graphic. DG versus MJF was great. But DJ's character is so diluted and MJF muddied the alignment hurt this one. No defined heel or face either. Yeah, there's definitely elements to that super chat that mm-hmm. I definitely agree with. We'll get to it pretty shortly with the review because obviously it opened the show. Um, 
Chelsea Spurs, $5. A return to form for Dynamite last night. But can we see consistently be the true test? I mean, it was a step in the right direction. It wasn't really... I don't know. We'll get into all that. World Chisholm, $5. Appreciate it. Does anybody miss Kenny as well, champ? But no. We need Chris Jericho to sidetrack him. <laughs> I miss Kenny as champ every day. And that's not even yeah. a knock on anyone else that's been champ. Kenny's just... Yeah, it's Kenny, Kenny Omega, man. He, he's, he's a special place with the AEW audience. Of course, he was like the single star at the formation of the company. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, it's, it's Kenny Omega as well. That goes without saying. Um, we've seen him have a great world title run. And with him being gone for so long, I've said this ever since he came back. Like He was out for so long. Fans just wanted to see him again and see him at his fullest doing what he does, which is have great singles matches for the most part. We haven't really got that much of it. Obviously, he's done the trio stuff, and then he's been doing other stuff, and then he hasn't wrestled quite as much as we'd like him to. Um, but I do see him as someone that they can, you know, he can be the top guy in that company again as a babyface this time with the world title, and it would go great. It's Kenny Omega. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I was reading like an article, someone's tweet or something earlier, and it was just like. Reading the people that Kenny Omega's like <laughs> involved with right now is, oh my God. you know, Chris Jericho, Paul White, Don Callis. <laughs> you know, he's just like, damn. I know, I know there's some, I know there's some real hoopers in there, you know, like uh, Takeshita and whatnot. But fuck, man, <laughs> this has been the most convoluted and confused, and just they've lost the plot with this story. And I feel like I said that every week now, but how, how did we get so far from the original plot? How the did liberals, we get here? The liberals try to silence me because I was oh, right. No, um, <laughs> nah, I think I think they're working on the internet in my complex. But um, like I was saying, if your best friend of 15 years tried to murder your father on national television, Monty, I'm sure you'd have some strong feelings ab- about yeah. your best friend hanging out with him. So I don't know. I don't know why people are upset. Kenny, Kenny, low-key a piece of shit for hanging out with Jericho, and the bus have the right to be uh, angry about it. It is what it yeah, is. Just a, books, are, books are just uh, they go about it sassy, you know. It's all intentional anyway. So. They're allowed to be sassy. Yeah, no, it's all intentional. They're, like they're leaning into everything that the internet cries about, and the internet's never going to be able to notice because the internet's very dumb. So yeah, I'm a love the run. And it's going to draw some money, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. Shame uh, they're not winning the belts at full gear. Yo, <laughs> if <laughs> I say what I need to say about FCR, <laughs> press appears to be cancelled. Um. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Will Chisholm, $5. Vince forced his way back into the company and then he got, and then he got played by Endeavour. I mean, a lot of people think that. A lot of people do think that. Uh, average foodie, 100 rupees, appreciate it as always. When it comes to booking wins division, AEW is the worst. Why the hell is TK scared to put at least five matches on Dynamite, Rampage and Collision combined? You'd have to ask him, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't... Women's wrestling is just not his, like, specialty. I don't think it's no. what he grew up, like, loving. You know, it's not something that I think he's ever been people, super... When people, when people ask things like this... <laughs> I'm still doing background checks on them. I feel like y'all got ulterior motives. But I digress. 
It's okay. It's like the tweet on the dongle I love. It's like, bro, we're about to go into year five of AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you haven't gathered by now that like if Tony Khan was running his ideal perfect promotion in his head, like it probably wouldn't have women's wrestling on it. Um he's never really shown like a super enthusiasm towards it, do you know what I mean? And like I said, we're going into year five now and people are still saying the same things. It's just like I'm not saying that it's good. I'm not saying that it's cool or anything like that. But sometimes you just got to know the animal you're dealing with, you know. So um, yeah. the women's oh, division man. is what it is. Sometimes it will be decent. Sometimes it will be very, very frustrating. But I just, I don't think this is the conversation to have after last night's episode. A lot of women were featured. It was a mm-hmm. good match. Red Velvet came back to a pop. Had a good performance. You feel me? Stars came out, confronted each other. It was a debut that fans were really excited about. Tony Storm and she had a really good promo segment. You could argue that the debut wasn't done well, but you know, I I personally in There's a couple things to debate, you know. <laughs> in twenty twenty three, I don't I don't see the difference between a day uh between vignettes and a backstage promo segment. As a debut, I like. Yeah. When was the last time anybody? Oh my God! Vignettes, vignettes, vignettes. Nobody gets a fuck, bro. Like we're not twelve mm. anymore. The debuter backstage. If they, if they hit her music and she came out there, it would have been Jamie Hader, um, all over again. Nobody remembered who she was. Nobody cared. <clears throat> it was dead silent and it was very awkward. I think they did her a service presenting her this way. Yeah. Um, fans are like, have what? fans interested in finding out who she is. You know, presenting an award backstage with RJ City, bro. Brother, (laughs) come on, (laughs) brother. This is exactly no, 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 no. Actually, it's not exactly how Jade was. How Jade was introduced to WWE. It was better. Listen, no, listen, 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 Monty. Okay, they had the ESPN rollout. This is true, but on screen, they debuted her on the pre-show. Of a C level pay per view, and nobody complained. Yeah, because of the way his presentation, bro. She stepped out of the fucking a big SUV, looking like a bad bitch, bro. Meeting you don't even remember the pay per view that it was. You don't even remember. You don't remember. And you love WWE. Which one was it? Payback? No, Payback or Fast Lane? It was Fast Lane. I lied. I don't know. Pay- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, bro. It's like, about presentation, no, bro. Look, I'd rather I'd rather be stepping out of a fancy car, meeting the head of the creative of company in Triple H than just being backstage in a one minute promo clip with fucking RJ City, bro. Especially with the rollout that they've done with ESPN with all the headlines and everything. Jade was made to feel like a big deal, even oh, if she bro, wasn't. Yeah. Even if she when wasn't she, running when out she, in the when middle she of the stepped out of that sedan, Mont- the, the hairs on Monty's back, back of his neck just <laughs> stood up. Oh my God. Look at her step out of that you, Escalade. You, you, you were just jumping up and down for RJ City, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> no, respect like, RJ City. Come no. on. He's, he's, he's done like 20 years <laughs> in the game. What's, what's going on here? Nah, man. There's, there's you know, like I said, neither of, them, neither of them debuted wrestling or in like a. Uh, in a big anger or anything, but just the presentation of it. Jade was made to, Jade was, you know, we was told, you know, pretty blatantly, like, this this is a big deal coming in. This is a big deal signing coming in. 
Ryan May literally just appeared on screen with RJ City for a minute and acted like a fangirl for Tony. There's, there's levels, bro. I thought, I thought that comparison was whack. I <laughs> would prefer them doing this with Mariah, though, than her just debuting at the pay-per-view and not getting a reaction because the fans won't know who she, will, who she is. At least they've been exposed to her now, so... Yeah, I think, I think I think I honestly think there's a happy medium. Like I absolutely agree with what AO said and what you've just said, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have just hit a music and her name comes up on the Titan Tron, the chances of her getting any form of reaction would have been like very minimal, you know. And I don't think that would have necessarily done her any favors. But I also think on the other end of the scale, just her coming up on screen with fucking RJ City for literally like thirty seconds to a minute also was not ideal. So. Uh, uh, what Ayo said, you know, about <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. We lost him again. He's got the Chris internet today. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know, I was saying about like the vignettes and that he's like, we're so passive. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't think that at all. I think Mariah May absolutely could have got um, a vignette. You know, it seems like she's going to be given the gimmick of like, what, what's she calling it? The glamour. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, you could have just done some sort of vignette for her and then. You do the interview with RJ City and then, you you know what I mean? But at least yeah. make her feel kind of important, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least, like, give some sort of presentation and put a little bit of thought and effort into it, um, which I thought this just lacked, like, her just showing off yeah. with backstage with RJ City with no real, like, uh, no pomp and circumstance like, whatsoever, you know? And I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that the lights had to go off and she had to show up in a fucking Sheeda segment, you know? Like I was just saying, I think that would have been a disservice to her as well. But yeah. there's happy mediums, man. There's happy yeah. mediums. Um, I don't think this was terrible, you know? So, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. The will not be able to challenge me. I don't care. <laughs> it will keep care coming how, back. How hard... <laughs> How hard they, they 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 work on the internet in my building. I don't I don't care I don't care how many times Monty throws me off the stage. I won't be silenced. <laughs> I'm correct. Speaking of Jade Cargill, where's she at? It's been like a month. I haven't seen her. WWE forgot she's been employed already. I'm just saying. <laughs> many people uh, are saying this, Monty. Many people are saying this. I've seen a couple of people being like. Oh. But what's Jay doing now? You know, like, like, like she's actually been forgot about, you know? Like. But I, I will, in actual good faith, though, I will say I don't understand this timeline of events. Like, the announcement, sure, putting her on screen. Like, obviously, she's at the PC training. But to put her on and then the disappearing and just not being around for however, like, if it is a month or whatever, I don't get what they're cooking there. But, you know. That's their problem. They're the ones paid to figure that shit out. Someone said in the chat, oh, we're not even talking about the promo. Like, bro, we, we haven't got... Look, we're going to review Dynamite. It's just yeah. that someone brought up the chat, so we were talking about how she was presented in that space, not what she actually said, you know. We'll get to it, though. Uh, Brain Buster 499, I appreciate you. Samoa Joe will beat MJF at World's End. I am speaking into existence. I'm going to join you. I'm going to join yeah. you. Will Chisholm, $5. Big A.O. is going to be nasty next year when we see Julia is all WWE. I may cry. <laughs> hey, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a DDM stan. I'm a Julia stan. Um, it is what it is. That's what she wants to do. That's what she wants to make do. Some, you know, it's, it makes some money, man. You know? Yeah, you know, get, your, get, your, get your money. She deserves to be on a big stage. 
Rather wouldn't be for the um the Axis powers, but you know. <laughs> if it, you know, if uh, if what we you know hear rumblings about like Triple H just kind of got like this chip on his shoulder of people thinking you know our WWE just fail with Japanese talent and stuff and Joshi's and da 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 da. And if, you know if what we hear is true about him having a chip on his shoulder about that, and that's why he's like going so hard with like EO bringing back Kyrie. You know, see let's see how Asuka fits into this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Ju- if Julia can get in on that and gets benefit off it and she can get paid off it, then good for her, man. You know, because I think she has a really high ceiling in America. So, yeah, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what see what happens with her. Uh, according to Mount, so her contract isn't up till 20, 24 March. So by March twenty twenty four. You know, it's still it's still a while, man. Uh, that pitbull two dollars. Ayo, who's that? I think that was sent when my dog was here. Oh, God. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, we've got a good laugh, Joe. Oh, uh, Red Red for 99 appreciate Yeah, shout out the brand as always. Price of TKO brick is not up. Yeah. Many are saying TKO could go under tonight. Many people are saying, I'm not, many people are saying it, bro. <laughs> many people are Wall Street experts <laughs> saying this. Uh, <laughs> Matt McClure, two dollars. Is this lad for real? Why is AO on this stream now? Because he's one of the because how big is cocksucker? That's why it's <laughs> an bitch. EVP, brother. You can only get those. <laughs> you look, you paying us, you know, slandering yeah, EVPs, mm. bro. You know? <laughs> um, average foodie for forty rupees. Mariah May did career suicide by joining AEW. That's a very very strong yeah. opinion. I would have average to uh, foodie, disagree. Bro. You're, you're you're not doing your 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 brothers over there in South Asia any um. How do I say this? There's there's a reputation that y'all just love WWE to the death, <laughs> bro. And you're, and you're supporting and you're supporting the allegations. You're not helping fight the allegations that y'all are fed merchants. Will Chisholm, two dollars. Appreciate it. Vince had a pay per view about a golden egg. Oh my god, I forgot. That was a great pay per view. <laughs> oh, that's so dumb. What if MJF's secret partner is his co star, Zach Efron? That would That'd be, be hilarious. Well, like Jeremy Allen, <laughs> Jeremy Allen White was talking about graps. He was he was laying it oh, out for the people earlier. If you haven't seen the clip, <laughs> you know we are <laughs> putting over Chavo Guerrero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually didn't watch that so clip. Is it, 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 it was it worth watching, Monty? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, look, he he actually. Uh, I won't say. He gets it, you know. He, he was just acting, but as, as much as like an actor of his level doing a film about yeah. wrestling, it was quite right. nice to see him you, you, at you least try, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Reggie, five dollars Australian, I think that is. Need Jeremy Allen White and Zach Efron reacting to a card of versus Omega for real. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the Arrow two times. <laughs> Lexus King, you have failed this city. Damn, damn, damn. Yo, look, man, go on. Our, our hopes for Brian Pillman Jr. were low, but who knew that it would get this bad this soon? <laughs> but you didn't know the promo about being sick and twisted. Oh, bro, what is that? 
I just haven't watched the clip because, like, I watched two seconds of the clip from NXT and it gave me the ick immediately, so I just did not watch it. It feels like a rib, bro. Like, he's just bad, isn't he? Try down Spurs, two dollars. Where's Jade been, Monty? Uh, well, she hasn't been on screen for about a couple of weeks. I believe she is training in the PC. Uh, rumblings, I've heard. Rumblings. This isn't me reporting anything. It's just rumblings, rumours. This isn't anything sources, quote-unquote, told me. But, you know, it's not like she was coming in as a four- or five-star worker, you know? So, uh, it seems like uh, there's some work for her to do in the PC. Does I don't think I don't think they're going to keep her there too much longer though. I think you know she's still getting mentioned on commentary as well, so it's not like she's out of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like she's not completely out of picture. Like she was mentioned during the World mm-hmm. Title match, you know, uh, the other day at Crown Jewel. So uh, she's been mentioned, but she hasn't been seen on screen for about two weeks or something now. It's really not that long, but. Of course, with the way she was presented, with her being such a big deal, the ESPN rollout, you know what I mean? It seemed like she, her coming out and attacking a Becky Lynch, uh, Rhea Ripley or something like that felt somewhat imminent. And obviously that hasn't been the case yet because it seems like they're uh, taking a minute. It's not taking a minute. Yeah, I'm not saying it's perfect either. I ain't saying that's perfect either. Bro, 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 499, appreciate you. This way... Helped Mariah avoid the floating around treatment swerve that after he just walked out and saw Mariah gets into a story right away. There was a way you could have, you could have done this other ways as well. Look, that wasn't the only way you could get Mariah May to mention Tony Storm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I don't think that's a good example. Swerve is one of the Swerve's a good example of somebody just being premiered because he went out there, he signed a contract, it was star treatment. The entire arena was chanting Swerve's house. <laughs> he had he had a title match. Um, the uh, the following week that he was supposed to win, but Ricky Starks cried. Russell Pierce exclusive. Ricky refused the job, but um, uh, yeah, I, I like the way he was. He started floating a, like a couple months after he debuted. But I don't think I don't think he floated right away. I don't think that's a good example. A different take. Ten pounds. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, full gear, twenty twenty three. Max is in the ring after beating Jay White. The lights go out. The devil beats the shit out of Max. I think that's meant to say Max. Grabs the title and takes his mask off. And you hear on com- commentary. Oh my god, that's Dan Housen. That's disgusting, let, bro. Let me tell you. You know right that's now. disgusting. You let me know? tell you this right now, and I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on my mother's life, so you know I'm serious. I would be done with all elite wrestling if that happened. All right, <laughs> done. You, you can say that with confidence because it's so done. ludicrous. Um, it's all right. We all well, know it's David Finley and the War Dogs. Oh my god, not this. Will choose on five dollars. It is weird that it feels like Stardom's higher ups don't like AEW. It just feels like there's some beef there. Um, I don't, I don't think there's beef there. I just don't think Rossi and the rest of the guys are, like, rushing to give AEW a bunch of their talent. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, especially right now when they've got so many injuries. Um, I know, obviously, the injuries is more of a recent thing and AEW's been around for four years, so obviously that's not an excuse yeah. for the whole time, but... Uh, yeah, I think if you're Rossi and you're sitting there and you're like, what do we really get out of it? Do you know what I mean? Um, of course, you get I mean, some you get exposure. exposure. Yeah, you get but some it, exposure. But 
it, it it goes back to I mean New Japan has reported that working with AEW has done a lot of good business for them like on their streaming uh, streaming wise states wise not as good as if AEW didn't exist and then they were able to do their US expansion yeah. but they were like it, it's <laughs> yeah. been it's been it's been very positive it's been very positive exposure for them on like all metrics that's what they reported when Bushi Road was doing their um earnings call but the thing like we said earlier. TK doesn't give a fuck, bro. He doesn't care about stardom. And Rossi's like, we're doing our own thing over here too. So it's like, it's like TK. TK's not picking up the phone and being like, oh my god, when can I, when can mm. I get Julie, Rossi? When when can I get Julie over here? He doesn't care, bro. He doesn't care. And then Rossi also doesn't care. So it's just two people that don't care, just not having to care off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Average food of 100 rupees. He said, I really want a good women's division in AEW, but I'm getting hate on facts. And always, I'm not a WWE fan. I want more women's... I want more women just like Impact and NXT's thing. I mean, NXT does do a good job with the women. I know they kind of get praised for it every day, it seems, on Twitter. Impact, the they've is, been right? getting praised for the women's knockouts division for, for years now. So, uh... Yeah. I watch I watch one of these NXT episodes with my with my little brother Rob, bro, with with Sir Paragraph of Russell Pierce. I watched I watched one Which of these one? episodes. Featured five women's matches. Monty, do you know how many of those five women's matches were any good? It's developmental though, man, especially but, with the women. So why are you telling me that I need to watch this? <laughs> or, or this needs to happen. If it's I think it's terrible. more of a. I think it's more what? of a like uh, how they're positioned and the amount of like focus and care that they get. It's like okay, like the women themselves aren't great workers. Like you're not going to get stardom level matches in NXT. You're not going to get it. You're not even going to get a quarter of that quality. You know, a lot of the matches are kind of clunky, green, bad. But every now and again, you know, you'll get a Tiffany Stratton. You'll get in there with someone like a Sol Ruka. You'll be like. Oh. Hold on, in the chat saying this dude hates WWE, but guess what? Rob, who loves WWE with his entire life, said one out of the four, one of the five matches was good. Monty, I, I believe I spoke to him after that show. He said he he was like two of them were acceptable or like one. Which, which one? So it's like it was it was literally like within the last month. Or so oh, it was yeah, done. Like, the they do, they've done that a few times where they have like four or five women yeah, matches and, on and the show. None of them. Bro, if if you if if you did that on Dynamite, I'm not watching it, bro. Like I'm all for equality in all forms, whether it be race, gender, um, sexuality, bro. I'm not here to watch bad wrestling in the name of in the name of <laughs> equality. <laughs> In the name of development, I am a very proud black man. This goes back to the 2019 AEW discussions when they were like, "Where, where are these black workers at the top of the card? Where are they? Why, why are there no black workers main eventing full gear? Do you know who AJ Gray said should main event full gear? Pineapple fucking Pete, because that's who was available, bro. So. Like we, the AEW doesn't have can't put on three, four matches, women's matches every. Can they do better? Absolutely, it's not yeah, great. It's not even good right now. Yeah. I'm not claiming that. I'm not claiming the women's division is good. It's not, bro. But to say to say fall the NXT model that's five matches 
and night and the matches you are can't, bad. You can't do that. Anyone oh my god! Clap, clap, clap. You know what I mean? oh, like no, bro. Like I don't want to watch that. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. You can't. AEW couldn't follow NXT's model. Now, obviously, if you're just talking like more women, like yeah, of course you can do that. But like in terms of yes. like, that actual model, yeah, of course you can't fund the, the NXT model because it's a developmental territory, so you get away with a lot more. You know what I mean? Like, like I just said, it's you know you put green women to get against each other, try and agent it and help them through the match as much as you can, and people will you know people will give them leeway with it because they're green and they're developing talents. And like I said, every now and again, you'll come across a Sol Ruka, a Tiffany Stratton. Uh, they'll sign someone like Roxanne and you'll see her develop even more. Um, and, you know, there's, pl- there's plenty of women that, um, you know, I- I'm a big scout. You know, I look, I- that's kind of one of the reasons why I actually even bother watching NXT. It's one of the only reasons why I enjoy it is yeah. like, being able to scout the new talent and seeing who's actually making progress and stuff like that. Um, I'd be the same if it was AEW. Like, if AEW had, like, a full-on developmental, <laughs> like, that <laughs> AEW PC, you know? Um I'd be the same with them, man, because it, it that that element does pop pop me about it. Um, I think a better, obviously, a better blueprint to follow would be the knockouts division. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Tough, yeah, because their women get a lot of focus. There's a lot of good workers in the division. It's, it's uh, not, sometimes the women's just, stories. Like, sometimes yeah, the women's stories. Just, oh this year. God, they they have all these matches. It's it's the knockouts get a lot of focus. They get stories. Yeah. They're treated like the top like top stars. In the company, that is that is absolutely a model that AEW could follow. But I just this this focus on the amount of matches a night. I I think it's disingenuous. I don't think like I don't think. Oh my God, there's two matches a night now. Everything's cured. No, bro, because there's four or five matches men's night <laughs> matches a night in AEW, and there's times with the with AEW fucking sucks, bro. Dynamite's terrible. So so obviously it's not the number of matches. That that matters. You can't simply you can't simplify it down to just a number. Whether no. it's how long, how long, you know, when people, you know, we all we've all moaned on these podcasts about like stopwatch fans, you know. Yeah. Uh, and even if it's just a number of, you know, number of matches on the guys, that doesn't make the numbers meaningless. But if you just relegate it down to just stats and figures, it kind of right. you know it's you know there's a lot of gaps, there's a lot of logical gaps in that book. Yeah, man. Not impact knockouts division is great, man. Uh, they, uh, you know, there's been there's been times where the top stories in the knockouts division over like the past twelve months or even further back than that has been like a lot more interesting with what they're doing with the uh, with the impact world title. So, um, I, I would say that since around twenty twenty, that's probably the norm. Honestly, Impact's main event scene is not interesting whatsoever, bro. I, mean, mm, I don't care. Yeah, ever since, ever since they, uh, you know, the belt with up Moose, you know, yeah. Moose used to pop. Man, bro. Was yeah. sicko. Maybe it's because he's Nigerian. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't deal with Moose, bro. <laughs> he used to pop. He's a piece of shit as well. No, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Alright, Dwight, four ninety nine, Monty, book my flight to the UK. Oh, no. Can't wait to see you, Nando's on there. Alright, Dwight, because it's four ninety nine and it's your first time mentioning my name in one of these beautiful <laughs> super chats, I'll bring it up. <laughs> you try that shit any any bro, mention Ibu, mention Rob, oh, mention no. any of the other guys. You see me, it will not make it to the screen, bro, if you mention me again. <laughs> um D Money. Send Richard to Stanford, please. 
Ayo's working on it, I think. Give, give him a red card. I Speaking. will take the drones celebrating. Oh, my God. We got another one. We got to start. I'll take it. <laughs> Get him out of the company I love, please. Speaking of Richard, as Ayo calls him, Ricky Starks for not and appreciate it. The only person I would lay down flat in the ring for is my Iber. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know. This is this is another crazy one. Four dollars from that pitbull. Appreciate you. Woof woof. Monty scouting in the NXT Women's Division log. I'm scouting the Dalmatian. Oh, <laughs> Leave my daughter alone. Hey, she's just a baby. She's not. She's like nine years old. Monty's got an eye for talent, for up and coming talent. When it comes to NXT Women's Division, I can't cut. Hey man. Um. All right, let's, uh, They're let's saying in chat that people are reporting that the bunny has parted ways with AEW. Um, yeah, it seemed that way because I think yeah. recently I seen I seen like one of the, you know, one of, I don't want to call them clickbaity, but one of the one of the wrestling sites that just post anything. One of them posted like the bunny has just started an OnlyFans, and I was like, okay. Oh. And then Sean tweeted the screenshot of the roster. She's no longer on the yeah. roster page. So uh, I'm just flicking through the news here. Uh, that's all right to the bunny. Yeah. Uh, the bunny departs AEW according to PWInsider.com. PWInsider.com report that the bunny has departed all elite wrestling. So best of luck to her. Pretty decent wrestler, you know, pretty decent wrestler. Yeah. So. I'm sure she'll find some stuff to do. Uh, she'll be back in Impact. I'm, I know they killed her, but she'll be back. <clears throat> no, I was skimming through to her, and the Impact page is literally tweeted like she died. I was just like, what the fuck? I had to read the tweet like four times before I understood what they were saying. I was like, oh my god. Resurrection incoming? Um, Probably. I, I, I like the bunny. She's not. She's no one that I'm like demanding to see every week or anything. Like, yeah. oh, she needs pushing. Like, you, but you know, she was pretty. She was inoffensive for the most part. You know, I, I, I she did really cool stuff with the um, yeah, the plunder matches. I was about to say she did really good stuff matches. in those. Yeah, man, she's game in that sense. You know, mm-hmm. she'll, she'll run a blade, brother. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like I said, best of luck to her. Best of luck to her. Man. Um, not a bad wrestler at all. Um, but yeah, AEW Dynamite. Alright, let's get into it. Like I said, yeah. very, very much a different mood than we was in last week doing this Thursday review. AO wasn't even here. He lost his smile. He backed <laughs> out. Smile, you know, he I took his ball and went out. You got it. I took my ball and went like, Rob, bro, you got to tap in with me. I said in the Russell Pierce uh, Twitch chat, I was like, I'm not doing this shit. Monty, I had I had heat with the front office. Monty started to with, communicate with him. I, well he enough, didn't bro, cancel I had the, office. With the front office about it, bro. He just, they, bro, he just left Monty, the building Monty, got Lesnar when Vince left. Monty tried to treat me like Stone Cold. He tried to get Chuck up here to just bury me live on air. <laughs> but I'm, I'm back, brother. I'm back. The commander of the elite fleet is back. He's back, and we are back to review AEW Dynamite, which kicked off with a MJF backstage interview. Uh, he's interviewed by Tony Schiavone. He's asked about taking the pin last week from Jay White. He says, you know, he vows, in fact, that MJF will never be pinned again by Jay White, and that feat will not be repeated at full gear. He's then called via video call by Adam Cole. He pulls it up on the screen, and, uh, you know, he basically just says, you know, uh, it sucks that I can't be there, bro, and... You know, I think you should take some other Joe's off or really think about it. 
to defend the ROH tag titles versus the Guns. Uh, then he's inter- interrupted by Daniel Garcia. They get into his face, of course, building towards the match that's about to kick off. And then Jeff basically says that tonight, am I getting the sports entertainer? He does the daddy magic voice, which he does a pretty good impression of. Mm-hmm. Uh, or am I getting Daniel Garcia, the professional wrestler? Daniel Garcia steps forward and he says, you're getting the professional wrestler. And uh, yeah, man, that's uh, not definitely. Oh, yeah, Roddy Strong as well. Roddy Strong. As always, with these MJF Adam Cole segments, he kind of wills himself in towards the end, and he's like Adam or Max, and he off, you know, he, he wants to be involved. He wants some love, you know, and uh, he's not getting it, Charlie. He's not getting it. But he did say, "Where's it? Where is he? He's had enough," and he said he's going he's to right. remind the world who he really is—a professional legend. wrestling mm. legend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. God bless. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm ready, man. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Remember how excited I was for this character shit when it started, Monty? I was all for it. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. I was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, just a young, dumb kid. Yeah. <laughs> Two months later, now look at me. <laughs> Grew a beard. Please in wrestle. a mess, in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> it's tough, uh, man. It's tough, bro. Roddy's, uh, he's, uh, Charlie, we just want to see Roddy wrestle, don't we? Yeah, man. I, I'm tired of this gimmick. I'm not Please, even tired Roddy. of the gimmick. He's doing this in wrestling and kept being a chicken shit heel. Not, not chicken shit, but being like pretending to be hurt. Like, yeah, just, like he, 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 he came to the ring, he hit yeah. the jumping knee. And then he went right back into the wheelchair, like, oh my god, uh, you could have been doing this the whole time, bro. He wrestled yeah. that he wrestled that one match, he took off the neck brace, and afterwards that he had the kingdom put the neck brace back on and he was selling it even though he was perfectly fine. Like we could have yeah. been doing this the whole time. And we just didn't. For whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, Java on the chest that the gimmick's fine, but the pre house tapes were not good. Those made me want to self harm. Those, 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 yeah, were you bad, got, you bro. got, uh, it yeah, bad. You, got, you got very tough. You got very, very tough. Those were really bad. All right, show open at AW World Championship. MGF, the champion, successfully defends by defeating Daniel Garcia. Um, this was an interesting match, or for very interesting in the way that I thought they approached it, uh, particularly MJF, because of course he led he led large segments of this match, and you could imagine that he was the guy that kind of put a lot of this together. You know, um, I thought they struggled for a clear face and heel dynamic, and MJF's version of trying to overcome this was. When he was working on top, he was he was just screaming dialogue, bro. He was trying to get the he's trying to uh he's trying to get the crowd to start different chants, and he's just like again he's just screaming dialogue, like he's just being very heavy handed with it, you know. Like you could tell that he was trying to get the crowd to like believe in Daniel and uh, try to get him a bit more over with the crowd and stuff, and almost trying to babyface him whilst he was the babyface working on top. It was such a weird dynamic. I didn't think the crowd really bought into Daniel Garcia going with this approach. And I do think that if they got given a little bit more time 
and they took a different approach and just let Daniel Garcia wrestle his way into the crowd, yeah. believe in him. I think that would have worked out a lot, lot better than what they went with. Because if I'm being brutally honest, as much as I really wanted to like this match, I just did not think it was good. I thought the approach yeah, yeah, was no, wrong. Um, I like both wrestlers. Yeah, right. absolutely. And, uh, yeah. MDF was clearly trying to do something. I thought he was just being so, so heavy-handed with it. You know, like I said, he was literally screaming dialogue, bro. Like, you know, you'd have I mean, you'd have Danny, you'd have Garcia and I'm like, come on, Danny. You know, he's just like, yeah, man. You know, like, um, but yeah, man, the match was never really allowed to develop into the match that would have made the crowd believe into Garcia a bit more organically. That being said, the crowd did react a little bit more from what they started with towards Garcia after all the work that MJF put in. But then that meant that we didn't get much of a real closing stretch because the match time wasn't... I don't know why they weren't given a bit more time with this one either, yeah. you know, um, to really develop into something. because even, bro. Like, yeah, man, what are we just... doing here? Like, it's out there's abrupt. so much hype around it's this match based on social media. Like, let me see. Let me see Bell to Bell. I'm going to go to cage match. Yeah, you definitely, whatever it was, it was definitely like within like 13, 15 minutes or something like that. But yeah. it just felt abrupt. Like there was no real closing stretch to it or anything, you know. Um, Ibu said it on Twitter, you know, I'll, I'll invoke the name of Backup Penguin here. But it was like MJF was trying to forcibly write the ship of Garcia's recent shitty booking, basically. Yeah. And it almost at times made him look like a bit of a charity case. Um, like I said, it was just simply not good, even though I was expecting and really, really hoping this would be great. Uh, it was worked well on a technical level, but it was just the wrong approach. For yeah, the me. wrestling itself, oh, there was, there was nothing wrong with the wrestling itself. Yeah. I really, the approach to the match, the structure, I, I really did not, the attempt, oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, hey, do you want to elaborate a bit more? What did you think of the match? Because I think I just kind of ranted a little bit about... Yeah, bro. So, well. like, obviously, it's no secret. We're all three of us are big fans of uh, uh, Daniel Garcia. Um, mm-hmm. And when it comes to Bell to Bell, at least, all three of us are, enjoy MJF a lot. But it's just like, this match, bro. Last night, when I was watching on the Twitch Watch Along, I said I was underwhelmed, but I liked the match. This morning, I rewatched it while I was at work. I fucking hate this match, bro. I don't think... I Like... Uh, it should have been a showcase for Daniel Garcia. It wasn't. MJF is the top babyface in AEW right now, but he's approached it in a way where he's still not a good person, but he's a he's a bad person that you could root for. I think he should have approached the match last night that DG was beneath him and let DG get his shit off on him. It was really just... Like this felt like this. This kind of felt like the 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 MJF like ROH tag team title matches where they're just like not even serious yeah. matches. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of like people out there fucking around, bro. Like all like the sportsmanship shit, like all that shit. It was just like yeah, man, it's just right. shouting at the crowd. It's just like, come yeah. on, bro. I, it, yo, <clears throat> MJF, MJF loves getting the crowd to chant something. And I get it. It's probably, it's probably it probably feels amazing in the arena, but like when you're yeah. forcing them to do it, like it's it's shit for the at home audience, bro. Like it's it's five k people watching at home, and it's two million people watching. And it's five k people watching the arena. And it's two million people watching at home, whether it be cable, 
pirating overseas. Like, we don't care, bro. Like, we don't care that they're canning sportsmanship, bro. Like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, like, just, I, I, I really wanted to love that match. I really wanted to, Monty calls me a five-star merchant on the spreadsheet. I wanted to, throw, I wanted to be able to throw down a five, bro. Wanted to throw, wanted, wanted to, bro. But I didn't like the match at all. And it, it pains me to say that. Um, they obviously have a much, 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 Absolutely. much better match in them. Um, I hope we get that down the road. But last night wasn't it, unfortunately. Yeah, they, yeah, they just struggled with the face heel dynamic and MJF's approach to dealing with that didn't do Daniel Garcia any favours when this was, when you look at the graphic, was supposed to be, like you said, AI, like a showcase match for Garcia again to remind people, yeah, like the reminder match, you know. Is, bro. Um, but yeah, MJF took a lot of it. Of course, like he's the champion, he's the biggest star. Like, of course, he took a lot of it, but he took a lot of it on top and he was, you know, he was doing a lot of the stuff that we just criticised about the match. Um, and it wasn't, you know, like Garcia getting a bunch of shine and showing what he can do and going back and forth. With it. Like, there wasn't enough of that. Uh, Charlie, where do you find yourself on it? Um, I thought some of the work was, like, pretty good. And it felt mm-hmm. like they were trying to structure it in a way where it left fans wanting more. But they didn't even give enough for us to want more. Because it was just like, oh, this is, like, yeah, just like right, nothing what we expected. It's like... All right then, like, why should I want another match? Obviously, I do want another match because I like both of them a lot yeah. as wrestlers. But like, for a general audience member, they're gonna be like, they're not gonna care if they wrestle again now because yeah, of the match was just, just like, kind of right. there. So it was a bit of a disappointment. But I do hope they have a rematch at some point and they actually have time and a better structure and less of the playing to the crowd because the crowd's going to get behind them both anyways. They do in every other single segment they have. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Max felt the need to lean so heavy into it. It, yeah. it was it was weird. It had really weird vibes. Yeah, like I said, it's just not what I was looking for from the match. Yeah. You know? It's like, who am I to kind of, you know, say that if I would have worked with Daniel Garcia last night, I would have <laughs> me, you know what I mean? But... Uh... Yeah, man. Uh, interesting, interesting approach by MJF in that one. Um, you mentioned this, right? Oh, like, no. MJF obviously took this match because he heard, like, he hears the fans on Twitter clamoring for DG to do more. And MJF himself, like, not to peel back the curtain, but when we when we interviewed MJF for Russell Pierce, um, backstage, MJF put over DG huge. He really believes in him as a talent. But if you just watch that match right it's, it just felt like another guy on the roster that he was like mm. alright got got a, got another title defense off on that nigga on to the next like so it's just like 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 so, uh, um, Anjan in the chat brought up Dante Martin versus Hangman Page that title defense yep. I loved that match bro because so it made Dante look like somebody who's going to be a real future player in the company while still being like, while Hangman still came off looking amazing and stuff. Dante was able to get his shit in, able to get some high spots in, was was had the crowd popping huge. And then they shook hands, and then it was a big deal. The fans in the arena erupted. The, the people on Twitter loved it. Like, I wanted that type of moment out of this match, and we just yeah. didn't get it. And 2.0... Y'all gotta fuck off, bro. I'm sorry. 
Danny should have Danny should have walked away from him last night. Like, give us yeah. something. Give us like, yeah, something. Something like. I think, like, I think end, he's end getting there. It's just taking too long, isn't it? You know. Because like, like, they are planting the seeds that Garcia's like agitated and annoyed by them. Blah blah blah. blah. But he's just like it's taking a bit. It's taking a bit long for him to get there. How many times has it been planted? And he's just like, oh, actually. Let's unplant these seeds and everything's fine. So keep it up, bro, like. and, and, and we do and we do trios until July, actually. Like how many times does that happen? So I don't know, man. Uh, it's funny how like Charlie said that they weren't even if it was like oh they were holding back and when he just when he just to see more, like that actually made me want to see more, but out of frustration, because I know yes. they can have a better match. Because you know, you know? <laughs> like I well, know they can know, do better than what they did last them? night. Um, and like that's all well and good for the hardcores, but like the people that just watch AEW on like a week to week basis, but they're not overly invested, they're not gonna care if they wrestle on pay per view. Like, yeah, I don't the, know. The, the the timing as well. Like, you know, we can talk about the MJF's like approach to the match as we assume that he was the person who kind of led it, like clearly, yeah. you know. But at the same time, like if he was actually told that, like, yo, you're only getting ten minutes with him, then that obviously would fuck with your ideas, you know, yeah. and. uh and like I said, it's kind of um, the approach. Of course, he's only getting ten minutes, though, bro. Like, yeah. This is the thirty-minute promo segment. Merchant himself. Who tells MJ yeah. if he's only getting ten minutes? Ten minutes. I don't know, crazy. man. But who knows? Uh, yeah, it was just it was it was a, it was a weird one, man. It was it was definitely a weird one. Um, I can like I said, I can I can kind of understand if he was. Uh, if that if, the, if his approach was his way of dealing with the weird face heel dynamic and kind of trying to get the crowd to get behind Daniel Garcia a bit and you know trying to work the crowd that way, but um, I just honestly I think he just need just needed a bit more patience with it, which obviously that's why I bring up the uh, the match time because if he was told oh yo you're only getting ten minutes, which I doubt he was, then obviously that changes everything than it mm. his approach, but. Um, yeah, I know they can do better than this, you know. Um, anyway, fucking Mark Briscoe, get a vignette. Uh, you know, he's previewing his match later tonight with Jay White, and uh, it's pretty hard to start seeing Briscoe talk, bro. We can do it. He's one of those people that like I'd watch do anything on a wrestling show, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, commentary, promo, vignette, anything, bro. Like anything with Mark Briscoe. Um, one of the best in the business, brother. Uh, Darby Allin and Sting defeated the Outrunners. This was a squash, <laughs> you know. I good vibes. I enjoyed that more than I thought it would. I would maybe it was just because of seeing Darby and Sting. I love them as a mm-hmm. tag team. I obviously love Sting. I I don't know anything about the Outrunners, but the way I just I look at them and I just fucking hate them, Monty. Like I just I just. <laughs> They're from OVW, isn't they? I just, I just, I just look at them, Monty, and I'm like, I fucking hate these guys. But you know, they, 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 did, they did their jobs last night. So I, I, I liked, I liked the squash. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, Charlie, good vibes, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all right. It was a decent squash. They bumped well. Yeah, it's not a whole mm. lot more to say about it, to be honest. Yeah, there wasn't. Literally went like thirty seconds or something. So yeah. Um, Sheeda and Tony, they had a they had a segment. It's in black and white because you know that's Tony Storm aesthetic now. <laughs> um, you know Tony Storm, Tony Storm's very committed, very very committed. Can't fault that shit. part I'm of sorry, it. Bro. You know, 
I love um, I love everything about the timeless Tony Storm shit, except <laughs> except for like the 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 soundless picture stuff. I I, I don't like that at all. Oh, the silent films. And I just I just yeah the, the silent pictures. I just look at my phone during those. But like when she's doing literally anything else, I'm dialed in, brother. I love it. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, the, the, you see, I think they the signed the contract here, didn't they, for full gear? Yeah, they signed the contract. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tony Storm told Sheeta to watch out for the shoe. Sheeta watched out for the shoe, smacked out of hand. They got in each other's faces. And uh, we've got a full gear match. We have a full gear women's title match, people. So, Monty, I know the, the, I know the gimmick in general, you know. it's It's got its ups and downs with you. What did you think of this this segment? You didn't you didn't like this? It was fine. I didn't. I didn't hate or love it to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, it wasn't. There wasn't a lot to it to be honest, bro. There wasn't a lot to it. Um, as far as Tony Storm's recent segments go, it probably lands in the better half because some of them have been, you know. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, what I was thinking yesterday when I was when I was actually watching it like, with Sheeta. This isn't really about Tony Storm or even like about the match. It's more just. Like broadly speaking, about Sheeta as champion, she's been AEW world champion three times. Yes, um, she's always someone that they go to when they kind of seemingly in a hole with the division perception wise. They always go mm-hmm. back to Sheeta. She'll have good matches, mm-hmm. and then she'll drop to whoever they probably already wanted with the belt in the first place. You know, but um, you know, Sheeta's been a very important part of the AEW women's division. But I just feel like. We don't know that much about her as a character on AEW no. television. You know, like yeah. a character doesn't have much depth to it at all. And I know there's the language barrier, but she has actually like came along quite a lot with her English over the time she's been in AEW. Her English isn't bad at all. She's speaking exactly. English so. <laughs> 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 He was fucking born here, bro. So like. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I do agree. Yeah. There's, not, there's not a lot of depth to her car Rushida, like. Yeah. If you ask somebody who she is, you'd be like, "Oh, she's the." <laughs> yeah, she's just like a prideful wrestler. Yeah, so I was trying to think of like times where they have really like tried to show like some personality or even just some like character depth or like you know character setting with she. You know, they, they remember, you remember like, the start they, they of the year. Like show her as like a, a ass kicker who won't take any shit. Though mm. they, they do do that, but beyond yeah. that, it's not really. Yeah, I mean they've done the stuff at the start of the year. You know, like when she was showing like signs of like being uncomfortable. It might have been jealousy, yeah. like when they were doing the stuff with like when everyone thought Mercedes was coming in yeah. before that mm-hmm. big tag match, and it was like, "Oh, will she? Won't she?" And yeah. there was all like that sort of stuff, like you know. But I, other examples, I can't really think of them really. Trying to develop her as like a TV character on on screen. Yeah. Um, she does she does a whole lot of run-ins. Yeah. She just appears at the ring sometimes. Mm. Runs in, beats some ass, has a good match. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, she still oh, rules. We're not slandering her. Don't, yeah, She's don't great. I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm slandering. Her, the way that AEW presents her. Yeah, 100%. Um, yes. um, she's definitely dropping it at full gear. Like, I'm sh- I'm as sure that she's dropping it at full gear as I am as MJF retaining at full gear. 
Yeah. I just. It's... I don't know. Well, maybe I'll feel different next week. Or I've, I've said from as soon as like, Tony was starting to get really popular with his like, recent character change. Mm. But they shouldn't put they shouldn't put the belt on. They shouldn't take the belt off Sheeta to go to her with what she's currently doing right now. I don't I, think. I don't think she uh, needs the belt yeah. right now, bro. Like I, I know I they're gonna do like this is. whole understudy. Eventually, Mariah May overtakes the master thing, but you don't. That doesn't have to start right now, bro. Like, no. like the things that Tony's doing are all very possible away from the belt, and then she can continue having banger matches and stuff like that. Mm. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more thought that that the TK put into all of it. So, I'm gonna ask a little super chat. Read that off real quick. Shout out on Spurs five dollars. Appreciate you. So shout out to the bunny. That street fight is still one of my favorite matches in company history. Yeah, man, good it's, stuff. Yeah. That was that was good. Funny stuff. thing about that that New Year's Eve street fight, I never saw it till like two months ago, bro. Because <laughs> oh, I was shit. I was out, and then like and then like TK like tainted. That that episode with the whole big swole saga. So I was just like, ah, that episode of Rampages is radioactive. <laughs> so I kind of uh, kind of stayed away from it. And I was like, oh yeah, this did happen. I just watched it. I enjoyed that match yeah. a lot. It was fun. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, keep the super chats coming. We'll get to them when we can. Uh, next up on Dynamite, Swerve defeats Penta. Uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about the match first, and we'll get into the the angle which got me fired up after. But yeah. Swell defeated Penta, and uh, this this was good, man. Uh, up until this yeah. part of the show, this was the best match on the show. I thought, I thought it was better than the opener. Of course, it goes without saying, but it was better than the squash match with Sting and Darby. Um, yeah, man, the crowd the crowd did get into this as well. The crowd and uh, you know they they were moving out there. Ayo, what's what's gone into Penta lately, bro? What like since when did he start caring about TV matches? <laughs> When did he stop taunt spamming? When did he really like when did he start working his ass off on television matches, bro? Like I don't know, but it's been great. I've I've yeah, this this Pentaron I've loved. Obviously I'm a huge Twitter Strickland fan. I I really enjoyed this match. Um both of them were able to showcase what they would they could do. Fans were really into it. Um it drew well. Check 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 them numbers. Baby, outdrew the world. I need champ. to see. I need to see the quarters. Oh yeah, I was supposed to send those to y'all. I got y'all. Yes. I got y'all. But outdrew the world champ. Um, the people love Swerve, bro. The people love mm-hmm. Swerve and Nana. The people have always loved yeah. Penta. Um, yeah, they went out there. They did what they had to do. I, I enjoyed that match a lot. Charlie, you like the match? I did. They have great chemistry, which is like not shocking at all. But Swerve has this style of wrestling. He's so unique in the ring. And sometimes you can tell yeah. it doesn't really click with who he's wrestling. But him and Penta, they killed it out there, man. Like, I don't know. It was, there was a whole lot of stuff in that match. I was just like, this is my type of wrestling. Like, they fucking killed it. Like, the Canadian Destroyer on the apron was kind of crazy. But um, no, I love this. And, Honestly, I hope Ray Phoenix gets well soon and that he's recovering well. But these Penta singles matches, man, they should probably keep them going because it's been great. I feel like yeah. since Swerve has gained like the 30 pounds, I don't know if that's kayfabe 30, but he's obviously gained a mm. large amount of weight and started like working more heel. The um the styles clash issues with some of the like the less refined 
mm-hmm. workers that don't know really know how to like take his moves. I feel like that's dissipated. I haven't really, I haven't seen yeah, it there's been in a while. Like obviously he's like higher, he's a lot higher in the card now, so he's wrestling a lot better wrestlers. Like it's not, it's not Ricky Starks trying to take <laughs> like Swerve's moves, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's good, man. No. But they I did mean, not have good chemistry in the ring. You know. But but yeah, but like I was saying, like ever since he started like working heel and yeah. stuff, he's like I feel this like stylistically, I, I haven't seen like the um compatibility issues with like the lower tier workers. Like I remember like he tried to like he tried to do like all like the I don't even know what to call his style, but like just the swear style with like the butcher. And he just didn't know yeah. how to take any of it, and I was just like, "All right, like this is this is kind of an issue right here." This is so, yeah, but that hasn't happened in a minute, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's on he's on a roll, man. He's on a roll. Big fan of the white guy as well. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. So Strickland picks up the win, but finally, Hangman Adam Page with fire in his eyes, finally. He's oh chasing God. down Swell Strickland after a couple of weeks. After he was literally in his house with his children. We have been needing this. We have been demanding yes. this. A pissed off, rightfully pissed off, Hangman yes. Adam Page gunning down for Swerve. And this is what he did. He comes. He runs down. He's got a chair. He's swinging it around. Um, Swerve gets up. Gets halfway up the ramp. There was no invisible wall. At the bottom I thought of the it was ramp. over. I thought it was it's over true. when he got up the ramp. I thought I, 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 chased, I chased that bastard. Hamia said, "No, get your black ass over here. Beat his ass with the chair. Then he beat security's ass." Yo, I was, I was, I ripped my shirt off. I was standing up, bro. There's, there's few things in wrestling that I like more than fired up Hangman Adam Page, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes psycho mode, bro. Like you can't tell me there's so anything good. better in professional wrestling. I love that shit. Yeah, man. Uh, this this is I've, I've been saying for a minute, but this is the Hangman Adam Page that AEW needs right now. You know, yes. uh, this is the you Hangman Adam Page on. that Hangman needs to be for himself. You know, yeah. uh, and this, yeah, like Locke said, just very much the same. Like I always say it's like when I see Hangman flick that switch, I get fired up, bro. I get fired up. Yeah. I get behind him. Do you know what I mean? And uh. Not we were saying, he chases Swerve up the ramp, smacking him with the chair, and then he gets him, you know, basically puts him through two tables with a dead eye. Yeah, stage. Dead dead eye, eye yeah. Two tables, bro. Yeah, man. Good shit. They need to put a stipulation on this match. They it's happening. They absolutely I'm, have I'm, to. Is this is this the end of the feud though? Are they are we, we going to do two and done? I think I think it will be the end of the feud for now. For now, and then they and they're going to circle back to it, it with a title involved. Yeah, that makes that makes sense to me. Yeah, and I still think Hangman's losing. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, still ten toes down on that. So how does it play out from here, Charlie? How does it play out from here? Yeah, how like, well, where how the where's the shift in Hangman? You know, like what what's what we doing? Uh, I'm going to snipe Charlie real fast. You're not, you're not going to like this, Monty. There's going to be another Hangman find himself journey after this pay-per-view, brother. But it's <laughs> going to be better because he's turning heel. I'm so, so dead That'd convinced on him turning heel. Can he be pissed heel. off and not sad? Do you know what I mean? Well, that, yeah. Yes, that, that's going to be what happens. He's just going to give in to the fact that, bro, something's clearly not working for him anymore. 
and he's just going to lose his shit a little bit and it's going to be great and I cannot fucking wait. And if he doesn't turn heel, I'm going to look like a dickhead because I've been saying it for months yeah, now. You've been very strong. Very, <laughs> I've very, been very strong. strong on my opinions. Very, but very normally, strong. When I, when I stand ten toes down on things like this, it he's usually a good happens heel, eventually. Man. He's, a really, he's a really good He is. He hasn't been able to show it since Little Ring of Honor. Like, Literally, like, time. since, like, what, 2016? So, yeah. 2017? And he's since, a much since, better wrestler uh, now. Since that, uh... Yeah. Since that evil, evil, evil man, Cody Rhodes, tried to <laughs> hypnotize him <laughs> and put him under his ways. There's also other adjectives that I could call Cody. I'm not gonna do a live on that. You know, he tried oh, to... Dude. He tried to... He tried to he's run a good dude. Hangman. That was I'm the last being, time he was healed. I'm being called out in chat. You think he's going to lose? Yes, bro. I yeah, have said this since dude. before they even had the Wrestle Dream match that yeah, he's going adamant. to lose both matches. <clears throat> you've been even adamant on both those things. He's going to lose and he's going to turn heel eventually after. So yes. um, maybe not immediately after, but some point after. Yo, Chris, what's good, brother? Hi, Chris. Hey, everyone. What's good, Chris? But Hangman, like it was Hangman Swerve going one one here, and then separate going separate ways serves nobody. Like it does not, like doesn't develop Hangman. Him getting his win back from somebody who's been low, consistently lower on the card than him doesn't really do anything for him. And then Swerve's just like, what was all this for? You know what I mean? So I, I feel like we gotta do that definitive two zero sweep, move yep. on, and then the the third match we. Could be up in the air. Yes. Yeah. Chris, where are you? <laughs> what do you mean? You sound like you're like. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> so I'm in, crazy. Uh, I think you gotta turn your fan off, Chris. All right. Uh, give me a second. Uh, yeah, give me a second. All right. Chris can deal with that. Uh, Dynamite, Dynamite, Dynamite. But it could gold interview. Jay White kind of just talks about MJF and talks about Mark Briscoe later tonight. Like Don Callis family vignette. Well, uh, real quick, real quick I gotta talk about this Jay White uh, promo, cause cause he says what I'm thinking, like MJF, bro, like what you what you say about like the little trends and all that. It's true. It's true. Was it like, I don't was, care uh, on a wrestling promo. I oh. don't. I don't care at all. What, what was it that he actually me? said? He said, "Uh, all, all he was like, no, no, no Google searches or graphs can make you any less insecure." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, it's just like, it's just like, bro, like whether, like, yes, in the in the real world, you're a bigger star, more people know who MJF is and they know who Jay White is. Google Trends chart goes crazy. Jay White's a flat line compared to you. All that, yes, it's true, bro. Why do I? As a professional wrestling fan, give a singular fuck when y'all are fighting over gold, bro. Like <laughs> I, I don't care. Like why are you telling me this? Stuff. Yeah, you can get you can get tough with him sometimes. We speak about it every time. Um, yeah, Don Cali's family vignette uh, included clips from the Sagas like a dragon video game. Uh, Kenny Omega branded the upcoming street fight as a like a dragon street fight. So I don't know what that means, but you know, we know uh, Kenny can get creative with these things. <laughs> what was that, Chris? Oh, I was saying like a dragon is a uh, a Sega property. It's like a it's a video game. It's a Yakuza game, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's a Yakuza game. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not surprised Kenny was like, yeah, let's get this this video game Street Fight popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how, we'll see how that all pops off. Uh, next up, Golden Jets and Young Books backstage. Uh, the Golden Jets talk about their street fight coming next week. But before, but after that, they are interrupted by the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks, uh, just, they have not been very fond of Chris Jericho being in and around their locker room and being friends with Kenny Omega and the Golden Jets getting together. They're just not fans of it at all and have got good reason for it as well. But, Charlie, they are being little sassy pricks about it. Um, <laughs> so bad. Uh, but yeah, Jericho then, you know, Jericho then went back and forth with the books a little bit. Uh, the books then challenged Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho to a match at full gear. Um, you know, and Kenny Omega was basically been <laughs> Kenny Omega part man because he was like, we've done this before, you know. We've been down this road before, done it with Ibushi, done it with Paige. You know what's going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, um, they got to keep ta- teaching Kenny this lesson. Yeah. Bro, every time the elite implodes or the elite like has drama, the Bucks are always the one that were, who are right, bro. They were right to be mad mm-hmm. at Hangman for costing yeah, the tag team title. They were really right to be shit. mad at Kenny right fucking now. They were also uh back in the pandemic, they were mad at Kenny because Kenny was losing his fucking mind with the good brothers before they yeah. turned heel themselves. They've always been right when it comes yeah. to this like elite implosion shit but just because like what their attitude is like by the way kayfabe these niggas are supposed to like talk like fucking assholes i don't get why people on twitter don't get oh my god they get what why it definitely happens um but yeah we need to address (laughs) we need to address the elephant in the room Anyone that was genuinely expecting this to be the Golden Lovers match, I need you to be so for real. Because Ibushi is not ready. And you, you can tell by literally watching any of the appearances he's made in AEW matches so far. And I love Ibushi, and I would absolutely kill for that match to happen again. But not right now, because it's not going to be as good as you're expecting it to be. And everyone's just going to rip them to shreds online for it. So they're very smart for not running it. And Chris Jericho's had a great year by like two matches. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, the, the Ibushi thing is very unfortunate. I'm you not, know, so I'm not it's very player. clear to see, I think. You know, you see we see him in his multi mans and his plunder matches so far. And it's like even in them where they're clearly trying to not ask too much of him. So even mm. in them, I think you can tell that he's just like way off his normal pace, you know, and uh He's so striking to see because Ibushi was genuinely like S tier. You know, he yes. wasn't just good. He wasn't just great. He was genuinely one of the best in ring workers on the planet. So it's uh, it's tough, man. It's very unfortunate. I, I, I still think he could get back to great. Um, yes. His arm was turned into a chicken wing. I have no reason to believe that he can't do everything that he was doing before just because he fucked up his elbow, bro. Like, I have no reason. His shoulder. He, yeah, his, his shoulder. But, um, like, I have no reason not to believe that. I he, He's been out of the ring for two years. He came back. They threw him out there with Joey Janela. So that's, like, another, like, six months of rehab that you need after that. And it's just like, bro, like, just let him, let him shake the rust off, bro. Like, I, I, I'm, I've seen, I've seen improvement match to match. 
And I, I, I've seen oh, yeah, maybe I'm maybe, maybe I'm being delusional, but I've seen him from the <laughs> match to match. I think he's getting back. I think he's gonna get back on the juice too. That's that's gonna that's gonna up his stats yeah. across the board. Um, Kenny, share some of that secret sauce. Pause. Um, <laughs> but I, I think we'll, I think we'll get Kota Ibushi back. Like, I'm not saying too. we're gonna get. I'm not saying we're gonna get 2016 Kota back, but I yeah. think he'll be a great professional wrestler again. Just not. Right I now, honestly bro. would genuinely rather them wait for an, like another year and suck so, because you can always circle back to this story. It's the elite; yeah. they do it all the time, anyways. Yeah. But I would <laughs> so much rather them put off rerunning this because they're absolutely going to rerun it at some point. But mm-hmm. you gotta leave the memories alone sometimes. And I think it's a very smart booking decision because as much as I bitch about oh my god, Kenny Omega's stuck in the Jericho verse right now, because I would rather him do anything else, if this is what they've come up with because of Ibushi isn't ready for that sort of match yet, then fair enough. You gotta do what you gotta yeah. do sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, uh that's a it's unfortunate, man. It's like uh I know I know He's uh he's seen he sees some he sees improvements match to match. You think I've one day one day he'll get to like a good level. I uh as much as I'd like that, I'd love to see Ibushi go back to being Ibushi again, you know, like mm-hmm. the Ibushi that we were seeing before he got injured or even in the years prior before that. You know, because uh, he did have quite a few injury problems in that last year or so. Um, Cause, cause like if you just, oh, I I struggle, man. I don't. Leg, Monty, I'd be a doomer. I'd be like, bro, like his knee imploded. It is what it is. He's just not going to be a bushy again. But it's his shoulder, bro. I know, but it's like, okay, so he's definitely not in the shape that he used to be. In. Like he's not yeah. fat, but it's like he was in such fucking chiseled. Yeah, incredible you know, really shape, shape you know what i mean so like him not having like chiseled abs and shit anymore he's like striking even though he's not mm-hmm. fat in any way shape or form you know um so there's that element too he's clearly not in the same physical condition obviously his shoulder i'm not sure how much that's affecting his actual overall physical condition we've been like, working out in the gym and that from day to day mm-hmm. to day because i believe he said that like it has affected that part of it as well so does that there's uh you know, there's the bro. He was clearly like going through like, you know, like I'm no, I'm no psychiatrist, but you know, things did get a bit weird with him mm-hmm. when his time yeah. was out. Obviously, there was like the yakuza tweets and like just other things like that. So there's that element to it. One man, samurai sword, took out the fucking yakuza, and you're over here burying his wrestling Monty. Shame on your piece of shit, bro. How do you? How do you sleep with that? There's that as well. But also, Ayo. The Yakuza surrounded his mother's house. Ibushi <laughs> armed with nothing but a samurai sword. Killed every single one of them. And you're over here worried about some flips. Look at you, bro. You're disgusting. Oh, no, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Well, this was going to get to him. A big thing. A big thing, like, should I say. One of the more significant points is why I think I'm actually very worried about whether Ibushi will ever get to a really good level again is because... I think this. I think this AEW contract is pretty clearly like very limited dates. I think he's even said that as well. Limited dates. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's ever going to get to a point where he's wrestling week in week out and get all that rough stuff, you know. And I just think he, he's, he's not he young either. Right? Like, he's forty, bro. Yeah, he, he's not. He's not a spring chicken. He, he's but he's running the school now, so it's like, and he has his own yeah. ring, so it's like he's he's doing what he if if if. His goal is to get back to where he want like was, 
or close. He has the ability to do that even if it's not in the yeah. AEW ring because he has a school. He's, he's training kids. Like, he he can obviously <laughs> run through it. Like, he knows what he needs to do. He's, he's, isn't he self-trained? He trained himself back in the day. So it was yeah. Like, yeah. So he knows what he needs to do to get back to where he was. I hope so, man. Genuinely, I genuinely, genuinely, yeah. genuinely do. Because I really enjoy Ibushi as a working man. I think he's phenomenal. I will say, Ibushi at Blood and Guts and Ibushi at All In, it was looking scary. I was like, damn, he really might be cooked. But I thought he looked really good at Wrestle Dream. Like, in comparison. In, com- in, comparison in comparison to the first two. I, I agree. I've, Fucking prime Ibushi, like he's never getting back to that point. It is what it is with that. But I think we have we have yet to see him in a singles match. Um, yeah. put him in there with Takesha, and I think we could get a really good mm-hmm. match. Put him in there with like high end workers or even just squash matches. Uh, I I think mm-hmm. we see him, you know, get to a point where he's one of the better wrestlers on the roster. I'm very interested to see if we get a singles AEW match in 2024 from Kota I think we will. I think we will. I think, we will. I I think, think there's a will. very good chance. I think there's a very good chance, but I don't think it's a nailed-on definite, you know, oh, because, like, we, we, yeah, we thought the way that they've approached his booking so far, you know, it's been very, like, okay, they're very, they're definitely being cautious with this guy, you know. I was so. going to I was gonna tweet out, I was going to tweet it out, but Takesha just put out a, a quote, like, sometime this week, I think it was, like, Tuesday, and he was like, Mm-hmm. I, I am going to wrestle Kotobushi again in a singles match, and it will be. And the only place that that can happen is the AEW ring. He's basically like, we've evolved past the DDT. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. bury the promotion, but he was just like, this needs to happen in AEW. Mm-hmm. So I think the, I yeah. think Takeshi's going to push for that. I think Ibushi's going to push for that. I think Kenny's going to push for that. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. It was just um, something that needed to be talked about because I saw way too much fake outrage on Twitter because these are the same people that would cry when the match doesn't live up to their expectations. So, like, bro, you've just got to be realistic about wrestling sometimes. I love Kota Ibushi. Like, it, it's just not happening at this point. Bro, hmm. oh, oh, the Big Show's one of Chris's goats. When, when he came out there, a couple <laughs> weeks ago looking crazy, Chris cooked him. It is yeah. what it is. You got to be honest about your goats, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta be, you gotta be even about. Your, that's those are the wrestlers that you gotta be honest about the most. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, the, the ones that like. Let's say if we've got favorite wrestlers and our fan base knows that, and they know we're gonna talk about certain wrestlers, so they want to hear us talk about certain wrestlers because they think we're either bigger fans of them or more knowledgeable about them or whatever. But like, not saying we have a responsibility. We just don't. We just do dumb wrestling podcasts, but. Mm-hmm. You want to you, you want to at least be genuine, you know. You don't want to just like put someone over for the sake of putting someone over. It's like we've done it earlier with uh, Garcia and MJF. Like I know we've all been very happy to criticize MJF because that kind of comes with being the top guy and with how yeah. positioned yeah. he's been. Like I think he's more than capable of taking criticism. But Garcia, none of us especially, want to do this podcast yeah, no, none of us want to criticize Daniel Garcia, man. Yeah, like, none of all. us do. We love him, but he's what it is. <laughs> you know, thought <laughs> the match was waxed. So. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but yeah, uh, speaking of the Kenny Jericho book segment, of course, the big part was books challenged them to a match at full gear and they put their tag title shot on the line. If the books win, the Golden Jets are no more. And if the Golden Jets, which nobody calls them that, but if Omega and Jericho wins, they'll get the books' total shot. 
so this is going down at full gear. Omega finished by a uh, what did he call? He called them not whiny little bitches or something. <laughs> Yeah, basically. He just cooked them, you know. Funny little yeah, prick, he's literally, he literally like, just did the Twitter insults of people, whatever people yeah. call mm-hmm. blogs. Matt, was it you? I haven't had that one before. Like, Matt's so funny. sassy, bro. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's he plays the role so well. It's so I don't think funny. he's playing anything. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's oh, just like that? I mean, I mean, in a good way, bro. I don't want my wrestlers to be like nice, cool people. You know, that's boring. Yeah. I mean, as much as I wish the Bucks were winning the tag belts in LA, this match is Brother, gonna be great. People can cry about the Golden Jets being tag team as much as they want. I like Big Bill. What what would you rather watch, bro? Oh, I would you absolutely me you'd rather watch the Golden Young Bucks Jets versus match. Big Bill and Ricky Starks or the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Like they nobody you like y'all just want to cry about booking, bro. Y'all didn't want to watch that match. Y'all didn't want to watch that match. All right. I don't know whether I've ever seen Ricky Starks live. No, that's a lie I have. Oh, yeah. Ricky wasn't on Wembley, so I haven't seen Ricky no. live. Um, I'm only seen, long... That's the only AEW show I've seen live. I'm not like Charlie, who flies out to go to pay per views every <laughs> few months. Um, but yeah. People, that is a running bit, but I've literally only done that this year. Like before this year, I had never gone to a paper, like a wrestling show like out of this country. Wow, <laughs> well, you've done enough of it this year, Charlie. You I have. Bola, you know, you, I did. You, you've done a lot, mate. Bola, Revolution, Forbidden Door. And now I yeah. Absolutely. Seems like you've had a good... So we've lost Chris again. God bless him. Oh. Um, right. Ring of Honor Television Championship match. Samoa Joe defeated Keith Lee. Um, I didn't think this match really hit like uh what do we call it like a third gear you know yeah. um <clears throat> it started off really good i was really like when this match started and the opening like parts of this match and like how we, they were like going through the motions in it yeah. i was uh i was really fired up you know the two big men just going at each other samoa joe was taking like samoa joe was like fully bumping like yeah. keith lee hits him with a shoulder tackle pretty early on and samoa joe just flies across the ring <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Samojo wants to bump himself for someone, even this late in the game of his career, he can still do it. He's so good, man. I fucking love Samojo. Um, Keith Lee looked pretty decent as well, you know. Um, I know that hasn't always been the case with his recent performances over the uh, this year, but uh, Keith Lee, I thought he looked pretty decent here. If anything, I actually thought this match went a couple minutes too long. It kind of just like uh, it went past its peak, like. but a good time nonetheless. Um, Interesting to see what happened after the match. Obviously, Joe grabs mm-hmm. the mic. And uh, he, th- he has like a look at these. He looks at his belt like weirder. And then, uh, like I said, he grabs a mic and he basically he vacates the Ring of Honor television title. He says the next belt that we will be on his shoulder will be the AEW world title. Um, to be honest, and I think I think it's very been a very fair common criticism that people brought up. It's like, I don't really see the need for this uh, yeah. because... You know, obviously, it doesn't make the ROH television title look great at all, especially after Samoa Joe is the longest reigning champion in the title's history. He's gone up 500 odd days of it, and now he's just vacating the belt. A lot of people are like, if he's just going to vacate it, just have Keith Lee win the match. Yeah. I can understand why people would have said that, or have someone like Mark Briscoe win it eventually, because I know obviously that was something that a lot of people wanted them to go back to from before. Um, 
So, you know, a lot of people have got questioning this decision. And also, one of the most common things that I saw was like, why is he saying that he needs to give up the RX TV title to chase Max with the AEW World title when Max himself is an ROH champion? Yeah, he's, Max himself yeah. is an ROH champion. Like, it doesn't make much logical sense in that sense. But um, I guess it's just one of them. We'll have to wait and see how he plays out, you know? Maybe they'll just put the world title on him, you know? We could have had double belt Joe still again. I, I, he's double. definitely going to be world champ one day. I don't think MJF drops it to him though. I think he does it a little bit later down the line. I want how much to. later down the line? I would love it if he did. How much later well, down the line? Well, then sure. you know, big th- Sam Joe. I think it happens, bro. I think. Yeah. I I just don't think I don't think MJF's dropping it to Joe, but um, yeah, like I I don't hate it. Like I like so. So there's like two faction of Samoa Joe fans, right? People that are like actually Samoa Joe fans, like Monty, and people that put over Samoa Joe because he's part of the CM Punk Extended Universe. And the CM Punk Extended Universe fans was acting like he like just took a shit on the belt and then TK came out and pissed on it and then brought out a shovel and literally buried it. And I don't think that happened. Um, I'm... I think it was a weird move, but I'm not offended by it because it is Samoa Joe. And if anybody is Ring of Honor, it's Samoa Joe. So, like, he's not disrespecting the brand, bro. Like, it's just a strange move that they're doing. I'm not sure the need for it. Probably would have had Keith win. Um, But who knows what they have planned for Keith, man. Maybe he has a singles few coming up that mm. wouldn't really make sense for him to have the belt. Um, Obviously, they're working it more into rotation nowadays, thank God. But I liked the match. Um, Keith, Keith, hey Monty, Keith's out there looking trim, brother. He's out there looking, <laughs> again. He's out there looking slim. Bro. He was winning. He has some feminist step. He's looking spry. Um, yeah. Uh, I probably, I don't know. I don't. I probably would if if I had the book, I'd just keep the belt on him. Honestly. Yeah, same. But, same. I'm not like outraged. I think it's definitely questionable. It's not what I would have done, but I'm not like fucking outraged and disgusted by it. You know what I mean? Uh, a few people are saying he chose option C. Uh, <laughs> you know, he. It's not even that though, because it's not even like him relinquishing the belt or vacating the belt has got him the title shot. Like he yeah, still has no title shot title right shot. now. He doesn't have a title shot. He's at this. Uh, he's literally at the same spot that he was last week or before the match. Yeah, he just, just has to do belt anymore. Yeah, he just got to work less dates. Yeah. <laughs> so he can I mean... focus. But yeah. yeah. Either of you guys yeah. got anything to say about the match itself? I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was it, a little yeah. bit long, but uh, yeah, the crowd was really into it. But I don't, it's a case of the crowd was into it, but I think they just like chanting meat, which is very funny yeah, to me. Yeah, it's but... became one of those no, things. But I don't, because they haven't done it since, and there have but been no, meeting men only since. The, they, yeah. They've been meeting men matches on Collision. They, they didn't change. They haven't changed. Yeah. Me. So. <laughs> yeah. It's only for specific people. Yo, Cabra Sensei, you keep crying in the chat. I'm just gonna bang you, bro. Like, shut the get out, <laughs> dick out of your mouth, bro. Like, God, he hasn't man. actually threw an insult yet, though. So we just. Yeah, but he's just yeah. crying, bro. Like, you just. Bro, crying. Listen, oh, listen, mate. I'll get it. All right, I'll get it. You know. If you if you froze if you froze us if you froze an insult in there, you'll get banned. But you know. Anyway, um all right, so Joe re- vacated that belt. 
Orange Cassidy and Hook had a backstage segment. Um, I really like what Orange Cassidy had to say here. Um, mm-hmm. He just caught like a really good promo where, in a rare instance, and I don't mean this in, in a uh, derogatory way because I think Cassidy's great, but he felt like a real person, you know. Um, he said that the, the international title it just doesn't feel the same because he didn't beat John Moxley for it, who beat him. And Cassidy wants his revenge on Moxley for leaving him in the pool of his own blood. Um, so, yeah, just building this match, you know, just building towards this match. So, you know, we're going to get a... Uh, I think they're doing a tag match next week or something like that as well. So Yeah. Um, yes. Hook and Orange Cassidy. Is Hook officially part of Best Friends? I think he is. Versus uh, Moxley and Yuta. He's like an honorary member because him and Cassidy eat chips together, don't they? So. Yeah. I hope who, this who do y'all have to, uh, go over in this match because I don't know. I I think they might honestly they might have a Utah pin hook and then no, I, I meant the I meant the title match at full gear. Oh, so the title match. Um, Cassidy I has Orange, to win. I think Cassidy wins. So yeah, I think I think he wins too. Like they Cassidy can't like, fall back into this trap of let's just belt Mox up again. Like yeah. I get they love having Mox as a champion, but let's come on. Especially when we don't need it to be happening. Like it was different time, when they like at the same time. OC uh, ran through the entire mid card with that belt. So what do you have to do with it, bro? Like yeah, it's so it's yeah. I'd so have Bruce catch for it. Here. I genuinely would have Bruce yeah, for it. It's really weird, isn't oh, yeah, it? Because, Bruce, like, Bruce. from a from like a storytelling point of view, it's like Cassidy has to win this match against Mark. You know, he has to get yeah. his leak back. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like as a promotion landscape, boys, it's like but what Ao just said is a absolutely perfect point to bring up is like Cassidy's already beat everyone that he would potentially face for the bout anyway so yeah um yeah man yeah man maybe maybe you do something like he defends it on the Saturday on pay-per-view and on the Wednesday you just have Roosh kill him you know yeah I'm with that I'm with that I'm so with it yeah. I do kind yeah. of wish that Mox did get the run he was meant to have with it. Yeah, of course. Because it would have been pretty cool to, yeah, to see him taking it to like the New Japan shows and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't get that down the line. Oh yeah, absolutely. Since, I just have decide whether trauma from them ping ponging these belts onto Mox, so I don't yeah. need it in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, just. Don't need, don't need that with Mox, but of course, obviously, it would have been cool to see the, uh, yeah, it would have been cool to see like the original plan payout, you know. Yes. But obviously, it was very unfortunate with Mox getting a concussion and stuff. Like Mox would have definitely took that to Lone Star. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Um, all right, the Guns defeated the Bollywood Boys. Uh, quick squash again. They seemed much like this was just a squash, you know. Uh, they got on the mic, got on the mic, called out MJF. Got a lot of booze, said guns up, crowded guns up with them, and uh, that was that. Uh, John Moxie and Wheeler Ute, a backstage segment there. It was a retaliation promo to what uh, Cassidy was just saying. Um, what, what Moxley called the Blackpool Combat Club the the dominant predators of AEW. <laughs> He's so beast, man. Um, 
Fuck you, really. Yeah, uh, honestly, Monks, of course, caught a really great promo. For, let's say, for example, I don't know if these are the actual times, but let's say Monks was talking for like 50 seconds of this. You have got a little 10 seconds at the end, and I thought, I thought he'd done, I thought he'd done nice with his little bit at the end, you know? Yeah, I was put, we were putting Yuta over on the watch along, right? Because before, like, when, when BCC was cutting a promo and Yuta had to, like, scowl in the back with his arms crossed. I didn't believe you, little bro. I didn't believe you. You looked like a geek. Yeah. Nowadays, nowadays, I believe you. I believe you, you. It's a bit more bass in his voice. Yeah, you got some bass yeah. in your voice. Yeah, 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 the scowl's on point, bro. You, you did you, you did, you did a little Benny, low key, throat slash. You did it by the eye. Like, I, I, you know, I believe, bro. I believe. I think he called you. Hook Pretty Boy, which was very funny. <laughs> God bless. But yeah, man, uh, some good stuff uh, with the back and forth problems between them two teams. Um, Wardlow Vignette, he wants to kill MJF. And I thought this, the I, like, I think this might have been my favourite Wardlow Vignette out of the ones I've done so far. Like, he's in the yeah. gym looking like a fucking animal. You know, he's swinging a sledgehammer around and he's just fucking talking about Max and how he's going to fucking kill him, basically. Um, about how MJF. Wardlow's coming for Go ahead. No, I was saying last the last two weeks, Warlow's come off all right. Like when he hammed MJF up, mm-hmm. and then when he and then this this. Uh, oh, well, I bought stocks, bro. I bought stocks. This, this, You're this back happened. in. Yeah, bro. I've been back in for about three, four weeks. I, I can't. I can't do the Powerbomb Symphony, bro. Like every time I see you it, you don't bro, do it anymore. He's he does every match, bro. He does it. He does like one last ride. That's that's what I like when he comes out. Bank no, he does one last ride and just walks off. That fucking. I thought that rule. Um, I'm a fan, bro. I'm back. I'm back. I've bought stocks in Wardlow again. I got a good price on them, so I'm, 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 I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking into buying. We'll see. We'll see what he cooks. I need to see him have an extended match. Yeah, when he has yeah. a real match, I'll see. I'll see what he uh, does. I, I don't even need to see that, man. I just need to see. I don't know. I've been burned before. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm not doing it. This is a good match, though. Julia Hart versus Red Velvet. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people are behind Julia Hart at the moment. She's progressed quite a lot in a short space of time over this year. Um, and people have got behind her, uh, rightfully so, even though she's a heel. But, like, it's not like people are, like, kind of diminishing that either. You know, a lot yeah. of people are going, people are happily playing along with, with her matches. Uh, this was the return of Red Velvet for the first time in, like, 10 months, a year, something like that. A long time she's been out injured. And I thought she looked really good here. She was bumping all over the place. She really threw herself into this match. You know, sometimes people go into their first match after injury and they're kind of moving a bit gingerly, you know? Yeah, yeah, but Valvet was like, now nah, fuck all that shit. I'm making a point of why I should be continued to book on, book, booked on these shows, and I think she should. Valvet has a lot to offer. She can tour. She has a good look. And she can work, you know? She can bump. And she can take, so she can take, you know, she can lead matches as well. She's uh, she's good, man. I like Red Velvet a lot. Yeah. She looked really good here. Uh, Julia Hart got the win, though. Um, which you know, some people will question that because it was Velvet's first match back, but you know, it's not like Velvet was like a you know, former TBS champion or anything like that, but still. Uh, Sky Blue comes to the ring, and of course, they she has like a spooky face off with Julia Hart, they don't say anything. And then Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale come down, Nightingale, uh, she goes and looks after Velvet, and then Chris Statlander kind of gets in the middle of Sky Blue and Julia Hart, nobody says anything. It's weird. Um. <laughs> I, I'm not sure 
what they're cooking with this storyline. I haven't really given them the rope to cook because I'm just over spooky, mist in face. Ooh, what's it going to do to you? Malachi, you've ruined it for me forever, bro. Like, it's 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 done. So, But, like, I like all the talent involved. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I love some of the talent. Like, I love Stat. Love, um... I think that's what saves it in the well, sense of what what people don't like, just like. I think that's what people save it in the sense of what what people don't like fully just shit all over it. To be honest, because yeah. it's got like too much talent in it in the storyline that people like. People like Julia at the moment. A lot of people mm-hmm. are fond of Sky Blue. Everyone loves Willow. Everyone loves Stat. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's it's it. It makes it tough for some people to criticize. I think, and it's like when you actually look at the angles they're doing, it is actually like pretty terrible. You know, <laughs> like, but uh, I will, at least if it's just bad angles or below average to bad angles, but at least it's not full blown wrestle crap. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say that some of that shit Malachi was doing, brother. Oh my god, I don't know, man. I think this dangerously borders with uh, wrestle, you think, you wrestle think the crap. Dancing, I think the dance, yeah, the dance, yeah, 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 like bro. I think, the, bro, if, if, he, if, I, if he's had, if he's had like. One or two shitters in it, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> this course would be running wild. Yeah. Um, hey man, we've gotten good matches out of this. So. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like it, it saves it in that sense, you know, because the talent I involved think, in it is yeah. like, good talent. Do you um, think they're gonna do a full weight, a uh, full gear? Because that's where it feels like it's going. Potentially, yes, I can see that. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what else they would do because Full Gear always seems to be the pay-per-view that gets the two women's matches. So, yeah, it does, actually. And the uh, strong. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, look, guys, we did it. <laughs> like, I'm please not leave really us alone. I'm seeing a tag, no. too. So it's just like, who, who would tag with who at this point? Like, Sky Blue's, like, essentially still aligned with Willow, and Willow's aligned I, with Chris. I think... If they did a tag, it would be Willow and Chris, and then Sky Blue would yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, I said I had a problem with Julia, but actually, all this missed stuff is actually wrestle crap. So who cares? I'm Team Julia now. <laughs> like I could very easily see that happening. Oh, this missed is wrestle crap now. <laughs> I'd be I'd be interested to see how they did a four way, and if they used it as a way to get the belt off of Chris without having her pinned. To be honest. Hey, uh, we'll do a couple of super chats before we go into the last couple of segments. Uh, bruh, 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 199, appreciate you. Very curious what TK will do when Jamie's back. Speaking of Jamie's back, yeah, Jamie's. Uh, I actually haven't actually got an update, so I won't say that she's still a long way away, but at the time she got injured, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. But at the time, not even the time she got injured, I don't think it was like a one injury thing I think it was like an accumulation sort of thing yeah. so, um, I think even though she's a lot younger I think he's very similar to like Randy you know like he went he was out for a long time just his back was just fucked after like a certain amount of time and he was trying to grip through it and eventually it was just you know he ended up being out for as long as he's been out for now uh, Marcus shout out Marcus the Impurist WrestlePurist family 199 he says fight we'll hear from WrestlePurist's attorney they tried to fuck on us last night, brother. It was nasty. Nasty business. Reggie, $2. Appreciate your hangman <laughs> with the news comment. is crazy. 
Sounds Did you it. see that? Did you see that, Monty? <laughs> someone on Reddit, someone on Reddit was like, yo, should Hangman Page bring the noose back and hang Swerve at full gear? <laughs> Insane. Yo, what is wrong with wrestling fans? It's just, I don't know. And it's people like... Those, ones are, those ones are like, these ones are even funnier because you don't know if someone's just being dumb or yeah, if someone's or like... Just straight up rape, like... <laughs> Like, someone's just that fucking clueless. There's people like you as well. I'll never get Hangman having the rope back as part of his walkout gear. Not the noose, just the rope around his neck. That look mm-hmm. was so hard with the bandana mm. and the rope. And, and you and you dickheads with your noose comments. It's why I'll never get it back, bro. We'll choose them $10. Appreciate you. As always, it feels like they book Sheeta, like how WWE book Asuka. We put the title on you so you can have good matches, but you drop it to who we want to have the title. Um, when it comes to like the title booking, yeah, yeah, I'm, I don't really, I ain't got much argument for that really because Asuka has definitely fell into that position a lot of the time really on the main roster. Um, she has had some real reigns, but it's just like, you know, she's definitely been a placeholder at times for them. So sometimes I get that impression with Shida as well. Ibu at back of Hangman to some of you guys, <laughs> you all know. Uh, 499, appreciate it. Depressed at the prospect of another mid-FTR pay-per-view match when they go full collision verse against Big Bill and Ricky at full gear. Three and a quarter to three and a half, depending on the heat. Look, brother. Uh, go on, Ayo. As someone who would glad... If, if you told me FTR was never wrestling again, I'd smile. I'd click my heels. I'd do backflips. But on, I can admit, I can admit that they have had some all timers on the Ring of Honor brand with the Briscoes. Rest in peace, Jay. I was just watching back some of his matches this week. However, oh, I just dropped one of my AirPods. Their AEW pay per view track record is very bad, bro. It is not good. It's very spotty. I. It's mm-hmm. not good. I don't know what the what the issue is. They've worked with some very talented teams. Um, but they've gone out there and had the worst men's match of the night on a couple occasions. I can't cap to you. So not my goats is all I'm gonna say. You also yeah. t- to be fair, even though a lot of what you just said was actually true about like some of like some definitely like uh their pay per view record on AEW is very spotty. And they've definitely under-delivered in at times where people have got the hopes up for certain matches. Uh, but there's also a lot of the elements that like, hey, oh, I know you just don't, you just don't fuck with FTR matches, you know? But the uh, thing is, but the so thing is, I think the best example the is, of it with you was Ibu the... agrees with me when I say these things during the pay-per-view. Oh, what does he is their top cock rider. Ibu don't know so, nothing. Um, what I will say though now like I said there's a lot of truth into what you said but there's also like that element as well so like when a match is like underwhelming you might think it's like terrible do you know what yeah, I mean so, uh, I mean that, that's fair but... I think like the, the biggest example of it was uh, was it Bishamon it was like the, I think it was the Wrestle Kingdom match Wrestle Kingdom Bishamon yeah was it yeah Look, Bishamon to be oh, fair good match bro and I remember you got fair, you, Chris, and everyone being like, oh, that match sucks, bro. Bro, you can't. What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen when you make FTR haters watch a three and a half star affair at 4 30 in the morning? Like, what do you think we're gonna say? We're gonna say it's the it's the wrestling shits, bro. Like, 
Come on. Like. Alright. <laughs> what, what did you what did you give it on the spreadsheet? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. Close to okay. four though. I remember really enjoying that match. Like even, even yeah, close to four. I remember Cash Wheeler going insane in it. It was like the start of, of a Cash team that we hate, bro. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing invading my nudes? You Confederate generals, all right? You you Cash Wheeler snuck guns into Japan. First of all, Loki got banned from New Japan from doing this. Cash Wheeler, that 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 noted gang member who still has felony gun charges hanging over his head. I might add, you feel me? He went into the Tokyo Dome and he laid a log in the middle of Antonio Noki's ring. <laughs> yeah, that talk much might end up being my food, bro. Objective analysis, by the way. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks versus FTR seems like it could be on the horizon. That's not confirmed or official or anything, but it seems like it may be the direction after the books Brother, seem to be busy for full gear. Kind, well, kind of unfortunate. Well, you might have to. Anyway. Congratulations um, to Big Bill for getting that spot, though. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Right, we've got two segments left. Three of you include the afters in the main event. Uh, but, yeah, let's get to it. Mariah May, backstage interview of IJ City. Uh, of course, we kind of talked about this as a presentation finger earlier. Uh, of my, course, my stance, my stance on it is if you bring it in someone... You bring in someone like Mariah May, who you're going to put like next to your, it's, well, we assume he's going to be soon to be women's world champion in Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they could have done more presentation-wise in terms of just like maybe just running a little vignette, doing something like that. Um, but I do think literally just her popping up backstage with RJ City for 45 seconds to a minute was very kind of like underwhelming. And I don't think, I don't, I'm not saying that she should have came out with the lights go off and she comes out to no pop and everyone asks who is that. Like obviously that would have been a disservice as well. Um, but again, the other end of the scale was the RJ, just her popping up backstage with RJ City. Um, not, not with no like, real introduction either. Do you know what I mean? It was just kind of like, oh, this is Mariah May. It's like, oh, okay, you know. Um, so I thought that was like the other end of the scale. I do think there was like a happy medium to be found, whether that was the use of vignettes, whether that was the use of doing something else. I don't know. I'm not a booker, but it did come off kind of underwhelming to me. But that being said, I do kind of understand why they didn't want to just throw her out there to get no pop. But again, you know, get a bit more creative with it at least. Um, do you know what she said? Of course, it does seem like she's uh, going to be involved in Tony Storm stuff because she did come across as like a, uh, a Tony Storm fangirl. Yeah. Uh, I think RJ City said that he can make a meeting happen with her next week, and she got really excited about that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it seems like she's going to be like Tony Storm's understudy or something like that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't call this segment a complete miss, you know, or anything. I wouldn't even call it bad because you got some sort of a, you know, you got some story progression with the Tony Storm stuff and those seeds being planted. So yeah. presentation, uh, in, uh, like if you put aside the fact that this is how we met a new wrestler, like put that aside, right? You could argue that, like, not in there, whatever. But I think it was a good segment because uh, a wrestler stated their intentions, said what they wanted to do in AEW, said what they were going to do next week. People were in, people were locked in. People 
people liked the content, whether or not they, they liked how the person was presented in their debut or not. The content of what she actually said, people enjoyed. She came off mm. well. She looked awesome. And she gave us something to be excited for for next week. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped, bro. I can't wait for the glamour to link up with Timeless Tony Storm. I'm, I'm hyped, I, brother. I'm here for it. I'm setting my I clock, do. Monty. Chris, before you lose, you get your shit off. <laughs> okay, well, my power was going on and off. This, this is not my fault. I live in Texas. Uh, so I think that the segment, I, I said on Twitter, I, I said that I would, I, I think everyone here prefers, even if they don't love the backstage segment, how they debuted her, we all prefer over her coming out to no pop, right? Yeah. I think that's like yeah. agreeable. Yeah. So I would have rather vignettes leading up to a backstage interview. Um, but I think all this can be negated. Uh, how some people are underwhelmed by it. Some people are like, uh, blah, 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 blah. She's already in like hot water because this that's how they debuted her. I think her being already positioned um, in the main event of the women's division, uh, she's going to yeah. be positioned with Tony Storm. Um, now, I see a lot of people saying it's like Mickey, Mickey and Trish. I don't see it that way. Because uh, Mickey obsessed, and Trish like, obsession stuff, isn't it? So. Yeah, I don't think she's obsessed with her though. When, when that went down. This Mickey and Trish. It was it was like it was it was obsession, but it was like it was a love thing. Like it was like they were pushing like a lesbian uh angle. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. all right, so Trish is obviously the shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's her, especially yeah. especially back then, do you know what I mean? So Mickey Jones comes in and she's like this young, you know, uh, enthusiastic wrestler, and she's like very much like Mariah May is like a stan of Trish Stratus. And she's a stand, and she's a stand, and it's going along, and it's going along. But obviously, Mickey then starts getting like weird and like really possessive, yeah. especially when Trish is around like other women and stuff like that. And then, uh, like Chris was saying, it kind of goes it dials into flirting with, you know, lesbian stuff. And uh, oh, but no, uh, I, yeah, I, it's, I it's basically an obsession angle. It's basically an obsession storyline. I was still watching WWE in 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 around that time, but I was not watching Raw. <laughs> Oh yeah, and they had a really good they had a really good WrestleMania match as well, which is like very like fondly remembered. Even still to this day, it holds up pretty well, to be honest. Oh, wow. uh, but yeah, man, Mickey and Trish, uh, very memorable feud, very memorable feud. Mm-hmm. You got the spot when Mickey does that. <laughs> she done a callback to it in the Trinity match the other week as well. Uh, I love Mickey; I think she's awesome. Um, but yeah. I am Brian scarred May, by Storm. the 20 minutes oh. of hardcore country being chanted at fucking the 11th anniversary show. To the beach. Charlie, what I did like you think of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, her last Impact run, um, it's kind of kind of tainted her legacy for me a little bit. Bro, you can tell she wants to be in WWE, bro. She does not want to be in Impact. It's not even that, bro. It's just... You know, she's older. Huh. Some people. She's not allowed in TNA. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm banning you from TNA. We can't have any fed lovers in TNA. Mickey, 
What's your favorite Mickey James match uh this year, uh Monty? <laughs> not name <laughs> Trinity, not not Trinity though. Any, anything else? She's been injured for a lot of it. Uh, oh, she had a really good match with Jordan Grace. Uh, probably that. Uh, but she did get injured recently. Obviously, she came back. She's faced it. She faced Trinity. Uh, that match wasn't particularly great, but it was uh, it was entertaining. I got myself through it, but I, I, I still love Nikki. Man, I love surprisingly good after she had a symbolic twenty twenty two. Yo, she oh, had a match with Diana Perazzo. Oh my god. god. <laughs> You're talking about the, t- the Texas Deathmatch one. Oh my god! Yeah, that match was, yeah, was horrible. That, that, was, that, was, that was unfortunate. That was the worst match of the year right there. And they're both like good wrestlers, so I was like, "Why does it stink?" Yeah, yeah that that was an unfortunate one. With that oh. Texas Deathmatch was, but um, yeah, man, big fan of Mickey. Big fan of Mickey. Of uh, I just don't really respect her, you know. What she's done in this business. Oh, slam her <laughs> fist on the table. Um, but yeah, Charlie, what did you yes. think of this uh, presentation and the kind of the storyline direction from Mariah May's first appearance in AEW? Um, I honestly didn't really have much of an issue with the presentation because of it could have been a whole lot worse. Like, it could have been better, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that at all, but I don't really have a whole lot of issue with it. Um... I do like the idea of her like being Tony Storm's understudy. I think it could be a lot of fun if they play it out right. And she's being put in a good position in the company straight away. And sometimes that's all you can ask for with talents that like we know are like really like pretty good, like really good in ring. So I hope that she gets over with the AEW audience and she just does well. I'm just happy for her. My I question is, I think she'll be a hit. I think she'll yeah, I, th- I think she's gonna do really, really, really yeah. well in AEW. Yeah, I think she's gonna do. Really she is already the best, in my opinion. Other than maybe, I already, I think she's better than Tony Storm. I'll just say that at this point, you, Tony Storm. You think she's the best white girl? Yeah, I was gonna say she's the best non-Joshi uh, in the yeah, division, okay. other than Statlander. Other than Statlander, hey, Mariah May. Who? Big stat. And I'm Brian May. Yeah, Brian May. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. Brother, she does backdrop drivers. But, um, yeah, yeah, cool. She was in Stardom for a year. You kind of after, didn't you? And then, obviously, and then we, we, have, we have Athena as well. Like, okay, Athena's an ROH. There's a pecking order going on around here. But Mariah is really good. Um, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed her work in Stardom. I'm just seeking out her matches. Um, I, I was seeking out her matches. But, uh, good woman. That, that's a good woman. Uh, also, Chris, I'm Chris glad Mutual Rosie. On Twitter. Yeah, shout Friend out to. Yeah, also, uh, I'm glad Rosie Argawa is probably crying in his hat right now. Aww. Don't ever come for the fleet again, old man. What are you going to do, Rossi, like that, man? Don't ever come for the fleet again. And you think I ain't noticed. I saw you getting sassy with the fleet, Rossi. Don't ever let me catch you in Brooklyn. Kicking at the door. Poor Rossi. He's probably going to lose a lot of talent next year. Um, yeah, Mariah, May, Mariah May, I think she's like a... Uh, 
I think she's like a very solid talent that has still got some ways to go. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So I wouldn't I say she's like better than Tony Storm or anything like yeah, not at that. What? What? If, bro, I think. Listen, I don't. I'm not a coomer. I don't. I don't like women's wrestling for because how attractive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I know. I mean, you are a coomer, but you don't pretend. You I don't am pretend, not a coomer. Good women are, are, are. You don't pretend good-looking women are good at wrestling. Then why'd you I call me a coomer? I was joking, bro. You won't cry. You won't cry. I'm not crying. You won't cry. Hate this, bro. You just. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, Jamie's in the chat, sticking up for his uncle. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. We didn't know you were here, bro. You got to keep it chill. Got to keep it chill when uh when Jamie's around. Uh, let's talk about this main event because I did really enjoy this. This was my favorite yeah. match on the show. Jay White defeats Mark Briscoe. This was uh this was actually for Jay White's title shot. Hilariously. So going into this AEW Dynamite, the main event going into full gear could have been Daniel Garcia versus Mark Briscoe. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that moves me out there. Universe where it's just like two freak injuries, and then you gotta do two fucking injuries, and then they, they both go over, and then this, this, this just has to be the main event. What does TK do? You gotta make it a triple threat somehow, right? With like a... Mm. With some other girl. Throwing in there. <laughs> like you gotta throw somebody in. Like you gotta be like, yo, Kenny, bro. We gotta find a way to get you in this match. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that was a possibility going into AEW Dynamite last night. But um, I didn't know that the main event was for his title. That that's yeah, was very funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Mark Briscoe versus Joe White. Joe White did get the win, but Mark Briscoe's performance in here just. Uh, Jay White was great because he always, especially when he can just be a heel against someone who's so clearly loved and baby-faced, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay White always shines in matches like that. But I thought Briscoe just, you know, he's only just came back, but just the level of effort that he shows and just, Bro, like, I know it's, it might sound like corny, but, like, he just puts so much, like, heart and commitment yes. into his performances and he just kind of... tears in my eyes watching that match. Like, like, I, was just, I was in my feelings missing Jay. Rewatching old Briscoes and Jay matches this week. I didn't even remember this match was coming up. It came on. Well, they I, obviously I remember when the promos hit and we was doing like the pre dynamite stuff, bro. But Mark kicked ass and that, yo, is that Jay's best AEW singles match? It is, right? Pink Scorpio. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, bro, like that, I loved that match, bro. That was that was awesome. I can't put over that main event enough. Yeah, yeah. Mark Briscoe just like, fit the physicality, like I've already said, the heart, commitment, the just overall effort that he put in. Then obviously going up against someone as good as Jay White, you know, uh, someone who can kind of just dissect him when needed to be as a heel, you know. Um, it was it was tremendous. And then once again, Mark Briscoe, like he does pretty much every other time I see him on television, whether it's a segment, whether it's a live promo, whether it's a match, whether it's a trios match. Um, just proved again, boy, I just fucking love the guy. You know, I thought I'd really like this match. So uh really good stuff. Chris, what did you think? Bro, I love Mark. I love Mark Briscoe. I love the Briscoe so much in general. Um, I still get sad a lot of the time watching old Briscoe stuff because we never got a Briscoe's match in AEW um due to you know circumstances. So 
it really upset. Like it, 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 those liberal Time Warner executives. Like, oh my God, it won't be, it won't be nice. I love the Briscoes, bro. Like, I, I think I've explained on a pod for a while. I love the Briscoes so much, but Mark, um, being put in a position where he can main event a dynamite, or he can have singles matches, and no one's like, why is this? You know, why is he doing all this? Like, it really makes me happy, it, it, and it also works because he's like. A great wrestler. He's a great personality. No one else on the roster looks like Mark Briscoe. So there, there's a level of like talks like him, works like him, works like him. He has a level of authenticity to him that when you're watching his matches, you're just like you want to root for him. Um, I thought it was great. I thought this is probably Jay's best AEW singles match. Um, on the chat the Hangman match, and um, it. The, our, the Hangman match had a higher peak, but they worked such like a New Japan style in the beginning. Yeah. It was like slow yeah. burn, but it's just like, it's like a, it's a TV match, brother. Like, y'all got to kind of get to the point faster than y'all did. You know what I mean? And they, but they didn't. So I think, like, if you ask me which one I, I'd rather, like, rewatch, I'm putting, I'm, I'm rewatching the Martin match. And obviously, Hangman's yeah. one of my favorite wrestlers ever. So, I mean, it means a lot. Yeah, I'd say this is. I think this one clears to be honest. But like, I have like a heavy Briscoe boy, so yeah, the Briscoe. Maybe I'm not the best. I'm not the best best to choose between those two. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. uh, It's just really nice to see Mark Briscoe, man. Of course, he's had such a he's had such a year with the injury, with the loss of his brother, which was of course heartbreaking for everyone, and. you know, it's just really cool to see him go out there, main event AEW Dynamite, and have just, you know, just one of those reminder performances. Like I said, just reminds me yet again why I love fucking Mark Briscoe, man. He's just, you know, as Chris and I all mentioned, there's just no one like him. You know, he's just he's just awesome. Uh, Charlie, what did you think? I love this match. This has been like one of my favorite like Dynamite matches we've had in a while. It was just. <laughs> Everything I love about wrestling, like, like Mark's so over with the crowd, like, under, like obviously because he's Mark fucking Briscoe, like <laughs> everyone loves him, like, and Jay White's so good at being a heel and like those, he's great as a heel anyways, but when the baby face is like a baby face and like the crowd is super behind him, he works even better, and they just have such great chemistry and the match was something special and. I don't want to see Mark Briscoe like losing a lot of matches, but they're doing mm-hmm. this thing with Jay White and Swerve at the moment. I don't know if anyone else has picked up on this. They're wrestling a lot of the same people, and yes, I don't know whether it's intentional or not. So I would love to see Mark Briscoe wrestle Swerve. That I think that would be Yo, oh, Chris, I don't need you moaning <laughs> directly into my ears. <laughs> but uh, I would love to see that match. And I also want Mark Briscoe to wrestle Eddie Kingston for the yeah. Ring of Honor World Championship. I, he, should, he should win it. People, he should people win it, TV absolutely. Title Mark, I, he's, he's above it. There, there was he, a time place for the TV title. Yeah. No, um, no he, he's title, the only title. person I want yeah. to see dethrone Eddie at this point. Yeah. World title. Oh, my God. Russell Pierce's own Joe Holbert made a great tweet, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that, like, look at what Mark Briscoe is doing out there. He could be a major player for AEW. Like, the people mm-hmm. believe in him. He's, like, doing the work and stuff. Like, 
he he could be that, and he and he hopes that and he was just saying that he hopes that like TK and like these guys or whatever saw that, and I, I hope so too, bro. Because I don't yeah. I don't want Mark Briscoe wrestling on TV or Dynamite to be uh, a rare occurrence or once a quarter occurrence or anything. Like I want I want I want Mark Briscoe on television, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, and as for like Mark Briscoe's position on the card, oh yeah, how holy I think of Mark Briscoe is probably more come across a bit ludicrous to some people, but I think he's like, if I, if I was to say how high up I think he is, as, as like an all-round talent, not just talking to, I'm not talking star power, just as an all-round, how talent and skilled a wrestler is. Like, if I revealed how high up on that list, I think Mark Briscoe is an AEW, some people might think I'm a little bit crazy, but um, he's a really special wrestler. Top 10? Like... Oh, I'm higher. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, but I've, I'd have him top ten. He's a he's a very. There's special, not a whole lot of people special. that can do that. What Mark Briscoe does. Yeah, there's not ten wrestlers in AEW I like more than Mark Briscoe. Oh yeah, when it comes like, to like, yeah. when it comes to who I like, uh, well, most, like he's easy top three. Well, he's easy. Yeah, three. I meant like like in a position of like where I put them on the card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man, you can, sucks, uh... bro. Because like I was, because like when it comes to tag teams, I'm low key like an older brother merchant, except for the Bucks, because Nick Jackson just fucking quitted. But it was like, like when I was a kid, I was a Matt Hardy fan. Like I was a Jay Briscoe fan. Like, like the older bros, I was just like rooting for them and shit. It sucked. It sucked so bad that Jay's gone. But Mark carrying on his legacy, bro. Like still, still repping them boys. Jay Briscoe yeah. on the on the Titan Tron every time he comes out. The contron, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, bro. Like it's special, bro. It's special every time you get to see him wrestle. Because there's a reality where Jay Briscoe passes away, and Mark says, "Fuck this shit, bro. Like I have a successful farm. I just yeah. go do this. I never wrestle again. My brother's not here. I don't want to do this anymore. We just never see him again, bro. Like there's a reality that, that happens. So I'm gonna be thankful that every time that we get to see Mark wrestle, bro, and and, and it's such a high level too. Yeah, it's a genuine trait as well, which yeah. makes it even better, you know. So, um, shout out Mark Briscoe, you know. We fucking love that guy. Um, I, after the main event, there was a lot of drama. Um, after the match, MJF's music hits. Of course, he wants his belt back off Jay White, you know. After Jay White got the win, but it could go all out there. Uh, but MJF done the old, the old classic, play my music but sneak up behind you. So he does that. He hinched, He hits a bunch of the Bullet Club Gold Boys with the uh, with Dynamite Diamond Ring. They all roll out the ring. Uh, he nearly gets his hands on Jay White, but he gets out of there and he kind of runs off. Um, Jay White gets on gets on the mic and he cuts a really good fired up promo. I don't really, I can't remember exact details and quotes from it, but it was a really good fired up promo. Um, but the lights go out, the lights go out, and then this Titan Tron comes on and it's a video playing of uh, the Mass Men. They're back again. They're attacking the acclaimed. They put Anthony Bowens for a pint of glass. Um, and then it flashes off. And then it flashes back on again. And the man with the devil mask, or the man or woman, it could be anyone, uh, shows up on screen. MJF runs backstage, all dramatic. <laughs> Maybe people didn't know it's just when it was on last night, but you need to watch that clip again of MJF running back backstage. Like, oh my God. No, actually. Yeah, MJF, MJF, MJF pulls up, and uh, you know he, he has a look at the scene. Of course, it's chaos. The acclaimed are all laid out. There's glass everywhere. 
He's like, what is going on? He's, you know, his hands on his head. And then Samoa Joe, <laughs> Samoa Joe just comes up chuckling, like, <laughs> you need a friend. <laughs> you know what taught me so much about that, Monty? It's like, when Joe came up, he was just like, bro, like, this bullshit would never fucking happen to me, bro. Like, they could try. Like, I'm, I'm Joe, like, I'd really knock all five of these bitch asses out. Like, he's like, he just thought it was hilarious. Well, I don't know about that, Ayo. He got kidnapped by ninjas before. He did get kidnapped by ninjas. He did, he did get kidnapped by ninjas before. What I am looking forward to is ever since ever since Samoa Joe got offered his services to MJF, the main one of the main things we'll look forward to is like when MJF eventually takes up that offer and someone tries to jump MJF and Samoa Joe just fucking kills him, you know? Like, he just shows up out of nowhere and chokes him out, you know. Like, do y'all remember Joe's last NXT stand where he was like a security guard for a regal? When he choked that, Adam yeah, Cole. He killed Cole. <laughs> it, was, it was Adam Cole. Adam Cole tried pushing him out the way. <laughs> tried pushing him out the way to get at Kyle or some shit. And fucking Joe was like, <laughs> mind yourself. <laughs> Just choked him out. I was locked into NXT for that, like, three weeks. Yeah. I was like, Joe's back. I'm, I'm fired up, brother. Joe's right, back. Honestly, I know I know it's cross, and people are going to feel the way they feel about carrying cross, but that storyline that they told about, like, with Joe coming back as, like, the enforcer to win the bout back to stop cross from running wild mm-hmm. was, like, really well done, so... That was yeah. one of the few cross matches that I'd seen at the time, because, like, I wasn't watching NXT, so I saw, like, I saw, like, the industry plant, like, five-way... I saw oh, the Gargano match, <laughs> and then I saw the Joe match, and I was just like, "Yo, why do why do people hate Cross so much, bro? Like he, like he's, he's, he's got aura. Like yeah, he's, so he's, he's all right. And then, then he's just oh. like he came to the main roster. Vince obviously didn't help him at all. Um, that was shambolic. Then he hit the indie scene, and that was even worse than what was going on in the main roster because he had no one else to blame but himself. But those those three matches I saw on NXT, brother, like I was I was looking at Karrion Cross, man. He's okay, man. He, he he's he's not like he's not particularly exciting. I think a lot of the thing a lot of pushback when he was in NXT was like he was beating a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was never a work right goal, and he was just running through everyone. Do you know what I mean? Um. And then like I think with his character, not to do full lot like, Karrion Cross for the next five minutes, but like. <laughs> I think, like, you see, like, the character that he plays, it has to be dominant, you know? Like, it has yeah. to be dominant. It has to be a top guy. It has to be a protected guy. Like, it just has to. It's just, you can call it a crutch. You can call it a disadvantage. You can call it, you can call it bad, whatever it is. But, like, with that particular character, he can't be going 50-50 and stuff, you know? And, uh, obviously, on the main roster with all the stars and all the talent that you've got up there, it's just it's hard to find a place for him to actually be dominant, you know? <laughs> so, he's uh, he, I think he's in yeah. a... Pretty tough spot right now, but that being said, I don't particularly think he's like a he's not a talent that lights the world on fire that everyone should be like, you know, rallying up to, you know, get his chance sort of thing. So Oh my god, um, that match with AJ. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, man. It was just that one spot that went viral. That, that shit was like really that, bad. That got me that got me like two million impressions on Twitter. <laughs> Literally two million. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. That 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 was a really bad match. But like uh, the actual match itself wasn't that bad, to be honest. 
That was the match that was that was the match that was supposed to be a stipulation match to blow off the feud. They were gonna do it AJ wanted to do a cage match. <laughs> well in the end they just didn't they just done a match. Um anyway, enough carrying cross. Um Charlie, who are the masked men? Well, if Twitter is to believe be believed, or if Alex Coughlin is to be believed, it's the war dogs. Because he's he's the new. He absolutely is. But AO, you've got to consider that it like it leans into my bit, so I am running with it. I, I, yeah. I don't I, think it's War Dogs. I like I don't think it's them. But if I keep saying it is, and then I end up being right, it's just funny. Stroke of genius. Just, exactly. Ayo, who I do you think it is? Incredibly funny. I think. I think Adam Cole is shoot injured, but not to the level that we are supposed to believe that he is. Um, I think it's the Undisputed Kingdom, brother. I think Kyle's back. I think Cole's oh. going to be there. I oh, think, no, I think Roddy's back. I think Roddy's got a hand in his pie. I think I think it's the Undisputed Kingdom. I think, I think it's Big Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, brother. You know what it is, bro? One of the guys is, like, really jacked. So oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, one of the guys is really jacked, but one of the guys is like clearly rudder or is meant to. We're meant to think it's rudder. Yeah. Um, I think Jack Perry's still in play. Um, it pops me so much when people think it's punk. <laughs> you know, bro, like, punk, bro. like <laughs> I'm not gonna say never because it's professional wrestling, but. Punk will not be in AEW for at least like the next three years at minimum, bro. Like it's not punk, bro. Like that you know what? burnt and nuked right now. Like you can never say never in professional wrestling. Like Eric Bischoff, Bischoff showed up on Raw. But <laughs> yeah. bro, it's it's not yeah, punk. Many of y'all know he's not punk. I know that for someone, a fact. Um, right. Someone replied to me on Twitter when I tweeted about the Alex Coughlin thing and was like the masked man's gonna like hit a perfect GTS and then it's gonna be revealed to be Kenta. And I think that would be hilarious. Would I'm just be... here wow, for the chaos. Like... Because I think people are gonna hate who this is no matter who it is. I don't, I've just got this feeling that it's not gonna hit the way they want it to. So yeah, I just really... want it to be someone funny. Oh, I've said from I've said pretty much from the start. Like, if it's not Cole, it's not going to hit how they want it to. Yeah. I think, it, like, in terms of that, what you've just brought, up, Charlie, like that concern, I think it has to be Adam Cole. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it has to be the Bro Chacho double yeah. cross knife in the back or yeah. a huge debut. But at this point, who could possibly be debuting? There's no big Will Ospreay. <laughs> yeah, like Will Ospreay. But then, why would he care, bro? Like, yeah, exactly. Why would he sense. care about any of this shit that's going on right now with the mask and Masai, all that? Like, nah. like, that's never been Osprey with his character. Like, <laughs> I just think it would be really funny if it's David Finley. It's just because everyone would hate it. Twitter would right. burn anyway. So, um. I know. <laughs> how's your how's your how's your Thursday been, brother? You know, uh, you know. So, sometimes women do need to be silenced, Monty, and I applaud <laughs> you for you taking the initiative and chucked down. Bring it back because we're winding down anyway. Anyway, oh, just had to make a statement, Charlie. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that was AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, if Chris comes back, I'll let him have a guess of who he thinks he is. But Chris is gone, yeah, man, he was definitely a step in the right direction. There was definitely a motivation coming out of last week's Dynamite to put more action on the show and have more like good matches, which I think is definitely a step in the right direction. I don't think it fixes some of the things that are fundamentally wrong with the show. But, again, it's a step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, it wasn't the perfect show. And some of the match graphics that we did pop for didn't quite deliver, like the MGF Daniel Garcia one, just to name mm-hmm. one. Um, so it wasn't perfect in that sense, but it was definitely better than last week, wasn't it, Ayo? Yeah, 100%. I, I feel like it was a very enjoyable episode mm-hmm. of AEW Dynamite. Not Monday Night Dynamite, not Wednesday Night Raw. It was AW Dynamite. It wasn't perfect by any means, like we said. We would have, all three of us would have loved to come in here raving about the DG and MJF matches. It didn't happen. But um, very few complaints besides that. You know, obviously, um, the Mariah May situation is very divisive. But uh, yeah, man, I, I liked AW. I liked Dynamite a lot last night. I had a lot of fun enjoying the episode. Yeah, man, it was very decent. Uh, Charlie, like I said to AO, definitely a lot better than last week, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. I had a lot more fun with it this week. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any. There's I don't think there's been any long term fixes made. But if they keep booking more like this on a week to week basis, we can get back to a place where we're like actually enjoying Dynamite on a consistent consistent basis, and it's not all this. We're back. It's over. We're back. Like. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're back yet, but we're getting somewhere better. And yeah, every time we say we're back, like there's always been like good episodes of Dynamite. But it's yeah. just like, and then next week we have just terrible, like raw pilled AEW. And it's just like, why are we doing this, bro? Mm-hmm. It's just like, and even if you like Raw, why would you want to watch Raw on like a smaller scale yeah. with that is a like? It takes away. It takes away the magic. Thanks for yeah, the magic. Just, just wrestle, bro. This is the wrestling company. We tell stories through wrestling. That's what that's what happened last night. Like that's what I want to see. When when people were calling AW Crash Television, that was my shit, brother. Oh my god. Anyway, it's like when it's like a mm-hmm. a high up pain. That's the right word. Like variety show, you know. Um, yeah. But also when they pace it really well as well and it's not like super dizzy and it's just jumping from segment to segment to segment and you can't digest or invest anything properly but um yeah man looks a step in the right direction so you know uh what do i want to talk about i was trying to switch on daniel garcia again before we get out of here uh because we didn't really talk about like his direction coming out of this so i think mm. it's actually worth bringing up the promo that was uh that was uploaded to the aw twitter page it's just him being like a real person. Like it genuinely feels like you're just talking to Daniel Garcia in this moment of his career, you know, and he's talking about like how, you know, the losses hurt a lot more now. They used to hurt a lot less when he was a young and up and comer and all the veterans and all the legends wanted to work with him. And it was almost like all those losses had like a little bit of a charm to him. You know, it was a lot more forgivable and stuff and the hurt a lot less. And as time goes by, and as, you know, people were saying, oh, in one year, two years, three years, Daniel Garcia is going to be here or he's going to be here. And obviously, he's in pretty much the same spot. And, uh, you know, the, the locker room is getting more crowded. And, you know, he was saying, yo, I feel I feel lost. 
I feel lost out here. Yeah. So, uh, and like I said, it just felt really genuine. Like he's a real person. So, like I, I said, watch that promo. yeah, like like I was saying uh, earlier in the week, even on Wednesday when it's on preview, like the big thing coming out of this, like obviously we were expecting the MJF match to be great. So yeah, the match can be great, but it's what comes out of this, you know. So right. for Daniel yeah. Garcia, is he going to be TNT champion, or is he at least going to have like a run in that division? Is he the part? Maybe he's the person to be Orange Cassidy. You know, like man, I don't I know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what the actual direction will be, but I hope it's something significant. You know, because even if even if DG went out there, DG and MJF went out there and lit the fucking world on fire, everybody fires across the board. First WrestlePure is five in like a year, and then they just don't follow up. That doesn't fix anything in AEW. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just another, just another good match, and we get, we get a lot of good matches. Like we need we need consistency. We need this to build onto something. Like even if even if we think that this match here was a failure, if they build off of this, it ends up being a success. And I hope mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, exactly. It's so, like even though the match was underwhelming, he was still put in the spot of a world title match. So it's all about what you do after. So like this could even still be spun into a success. Right. I, mean, I don't think it was a failure anyway, because even though we've criticised the match, it's like it's not like it was getting no, booed like, or silence in the building. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. fine in that sense, but um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to touch on that. I wanted to kind of bring up that promo because I thought it was really good work from Daniel. And obviously, I, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to watch it. Yeah, you I'm going to watch it. Um, kind of rest of purest page. Give us a view. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think that's everything, unless anyone's got any takes or anything that they weren't able to get off. No. Yeah, we good. All right, and we got one last super chat from the custodian, Lexis King, for not in home. Appreciate you. <laughs> the masked devil could only be someone with a mind so twisted and thought so unclean. <laughs> that's a good one to end up. That's the good I love one our chat, bro. We do have a great life. Change his name from the custodian Brian Filmin to Lexis King, and I appreciate yeah. you for that, bro. Attention yeah, to detail. Shit. Yeah, you could have been lazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, decent episode of AEW Dynamite. Like I said, a lot better than last week. Last week was, uh, I can't lie, it was very funny <laughs> for me seeing all the reactions and stuff like that. Yeah. I had a very funny couple of days, you know. But, uh, you know, in a, in a broad talking sense, it's not good when wrestling shows fucking suck like they did last week. So, um, you know, it was a one-two punch of Dynamite sucking. Flair. And then AW doing a full press release and then press run and then roll out for Ric Flair signing a multi-year deal. Like, when Flair's music, like, Flair's objectively a piece of shit. He's a racist, so you know I want him to fucking die. I don't do the whole racist thing. He's allegedly a whole lot of other things. But did I pop when his music hit? Yeah, I fucking popped it for Ric Flair, bro. Like, but... What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Signing him to a multi-year deal? Like, come mm-hmm. on, bro. Like, if you just did the one-night only thing, I could have been like, all right, that's that's digestible. But AW, yeah. man, funny company, funny, funny company. Very funny company. Very funny company. Uh, on that note, please like the video, everyone. I did not plug that anywhere near enough today, but please hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. We're trying to get to 5k. I know we've just reached 4k. I don't know, but he's very mad. He's not very yeah, mad. He just, so he just does it. He's so mad about professional wrestling. You might cock. I usually just wait for like an insult to be said. So I've like. No, he, he said, he said okay. fat neck beers 
molding or whatever inflow shit you said. Well, you know, he was uh, he was he was spamming though. So it's like anyway, yeah. enough of enough of love chat conversation because right. that holds that means nothing to the people who are going to watch this back. Anyway, we're wrapping this up. Like the video, subscribe. Appreciate the super chats as always. We will be back. Whenever we're back, just keep an eye on the WrestlePurist page. Collision Watch Along this Saturday. I probably won't there be there because I just remembered I had to travel. But I will force I might Robbie be there this week. to host one. Be there. Yeah, we're gonna force Rob, we're gonna force Rob to host it. We're gonna force Charlie to be there. We're gonna try right. drag Alexia to be there. Marcus right. will probably be there because he's a good right. soldier like that. Um yeah, we got some good soldiers, so Twitch watch alongs. Keep an eye on the Recipe's page, of course, for when we do the Twitch Watch Alongs and whenever we're next to a podcast. Again, please like and subscribe, people, if you haven't already, especially hitting that like button. And uh, until next time, for myself, Ayo, and Charlie, and Chris, <laughs> peace. <laughs>